Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 19 of the J Money Talks Podcast. I am your host, Jason Johnson, and you can call me J Money Baby! Woo! I'm excited. I'm ready for this. So, it is episode 19. We are live. It is Saturday, December the 5th, 2020, and I am excited for this one. And I'm probably blue your guys' eardrums for a minute. So, we're about to get started. So, we're about to get started. We have this one. We are taking this a light one. We're actually light, chill, chill. So, first one is a light, chill episode. First one, especially. So, put on your favorite, favorite anime shirt or whatever. Get your sweatpants on. And let's begin this episode, we are pretty much going to do an AMA slash, pretty much an AMA, and I'm also going to tell some stories, also probably tell some stories, tell some stories, either way, if you don't know this, take a look at this haircut, alright, let me show you guys, this haircut is clean, especially this lineup of my beard, everything, let me tell you, it is clean, I feel great, I actually feel great. The only downside is, I can't go out anywhere because the bars are closed. Because this state has probably a few, uh, a few morons who believe that this quarantine is a government conspiracy, which it ain't. I don't. And now I gotta at least deal with the fact that I can't go anywhere. So. We got a few questions. So, we got good questions. We have an ex- We have a few questions. And we're going to start with probably the reply to the story. One reply to this question sticker. And we're going to start it off with the question we got is... I think we're going to start with probably my band OGIC, Isaiah Collins... And his response was, what made you start this podcast? Well, I'll tell you something. This, when I started the podcast back in, say, when we started this podcast, I think I did this, I believe we started this in July, I believe. Yes, sir. I think it was January the... Uh, hold on, let me make sure I don't play any. July the 3rd, 2020, day before the 4th of July. You're probably asking. Now, I'm probably, you're probably asking, why did I decide to start the podcast? Why did I wanted to do the podcast game and when I accept into the podcast and, and the reasons why? I, my biggest thing was I wanted to, I actually wanted to at least, because one thing is I didn't know much about at that time frame, prior to this, I didn't know I was going to go back to the job. Pandemic was going on. Uh, the big thing was, I wanted to at least go back to YouTube again. Go back into doing the YouTube stuff again. Uh, back then, I did do YouTube back in the day. I say, long before this channel for became the Chate of Money Talks podcast channel, I did videos back in four or five years ago. And I kind of talked about at least 
things. A good chunk of them was probably was mostly like with football, pro wrestling, college sports, and a few other things, and a few other things, and like basically just my own little thing. I did like these short little segments, just a little have a little fun. I say on things. Now, I did make a video while back on the first video, the very first video I ever did was pretty much a school project back in, which is actually, I believe, back in, which at the time I'm at recording, it was April 28th, 2014. It was just this silent film assignment I did with my friend with back in, back in middle, back in high school, which was my junior of high school. This is like, it's six years old. It's six years old. I just posted this video, posted a silent film, like, assignment. Just, uh, this short little silent, like, film. Me and, uh, me and a school, me and a couple of people in my, uh, in my, uh, class. I'm not gonna give them our actual names out there. But we just wanted just, we were just making video, making video. And then I was, like, had my, uh, the one I used in the assignment. And I decided to make the video, uh, make the video. And I was like, I did this for a while back. I also did like a few of our videos where I kind of did like pretty much like me going on like a little tangent on the Patriots. I did a thing with Bengals, which is like the second most popular video on the channel. One thing is people did not like it. Bengals fans did not like the fact that I ragged on their team and I didn't have any facts about their history. And I did a bunch of other things, like, in terms of videos, like, a bunch of videos, like, pretty much in my college dorm room, I just did them because I was, like, I had not much else to do because I was in college, and I kind of did not have much to do. Have fun, I kind of went with it, especially I did some of the stuff back in school, and I went back to the dorm room, had some fun, went back to the dorm room, started doing, uh, more videos. I kind of had, like, ideas in a lot of other things, and, uh, a bunch of other Some of it was alright, some was okay. I did, then I did probably my very first, first take over live reactions. Did live reaction to, a live reaction to TakeOver Dallas, to NXT TakeOver Dallas, which is, which is me just reacting to the, my first ever show. First time I ever watched an NXT show, which was actually... First time I ever watched an NXT show, which is, and this one did it blew up a bunch because I never knew NXT prior to. I knew NXT had a did events. I've heard their takeovers were good by a lot of people. I this was the first time I ever saw it and seen the people who did it. And actually, it was probably the best. This was it was actually a show. Let me tell you, that is a show. That is a that was a show. I enjoyed it a ton. There's some matches I enjoyed it, and it's the most popular reel in my channel. So I did a lot of things. I did a lot of like smaller, a bunch of smaller like live reactions to shows. Some were okay. Some were eh, all right. It was all right. Some did okay, and a few other things. I actually and a few other things, and I did a ton of stuff, and I was like. And it did okay, nothing. Some some were like, eh, and I was like, some were, I don't know what I was what I was doing at the time, and it was just, 
And some of the stuff was okay. Some of the stuff did. Some are like average. Like some are just at double digit views. I never had that one where it's like the channel like blew up and I was darting off. Back at the time, you you can actually start blowing up in some of the stuff. Some of the stuff. It was nothing that I did while I just kept doing more stuff and more stuff. And I think I decided to, you know, be real and be... Decided to do some more... Some stuff started getting a little sporadic. And then recently, the last... Now, if you want to know one of the last videos I did was back when... One of the best time I pretty much started taking the channel seriously was back in 20... 17 it was back in 2017 it was like a few days after 2017 after my 21st birthday and it was well the truth which pretty much opened up my me uh you know my entanglements with women who pretty much trade sexual favors for money which was back when i was 20 19 20 years old it was a thing that i meant pretty much one, well, I'll just be blatant and honest, pretty much escort, basically, and basically escorts, and yeah, that was the thing I did, and I decided to take a little break just to like, you know, refocus, repurpose, repurpose myself, and a lot of things, and a lot of things, uh, excuse me, one second, a lot of things. So one of the things was like I wanted to go back to YouTube, but one of the things is one of the things I wanted to do was kinda I one of the things I decided to do was look back on what I did and it was like one of the things I wanted to do was a podcast. I have thought about doing a podcast. One of the things is like doing a podcast was not really hard. My thing was figuring out what can I talk about at the time. Because uh, I thought to myself at twenty I'm at twenty three now, I'm like, I don't know when I'm getting back to doing this stuff, it was gonna be like a one-time thing. Um, my thing was pretty much is I would just want to be like honest. I kind of want to open up about some stuff, at least give my opinions about my opinion about some stuff. In like, was it like a real raw honesty? Like my husband, I I look at some cases like if there's a situation, like a story, like for example. Like, for example, my opinion about, for example, one example is, recently, um, if you don't know, Wednesday, NBC analyst Chris Collinsworth ended up having a, had to apologize publicly because of a comment he said, the way he said a comment on his, on, on broadcast, and during the, during the Wednesday afternoon football game between the Steelers and the Ravens, he made a comp, he was talking about, like, female fans who knew sports, and pretty much, he, he was talking, to, he said he was talking to some, talking to some player, talking to some fans, from female fans about football, and he ended up, and these girls were, like, very knowledgeable about the sport, and pretty much, Chris Collinsworth was, in his words, he said he was blown away that these girls knew that much about football. And that the girls knew, these women knew about football. He was, like, blown away that, like, most, blown away mean like, he was shocked that these girls know football 
And Chris Collinsworth was a former NFL wide receiver for the Bengals, for the Cincinnati Bengals back in the 80s. He's, so he's pretty much in shock, and he's a football analyst. So the fact that he is he's shocked that there are pretty much female fans, female football fans, who are very knowledgeable about the game. And what happened was pretty much the social justice mob pretty much went after him because the way he said he said blown away, which I don't know why I'm thinking these women have a, probably had a dirty mind at that point because they think blown away means like he that all the girls gave this dude a blowjob. I'm like a blowjob or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's he's shocked that a female man knows about football. That's not that is about some people's meetings. Some other female fans think, oh, it's offensive, it's sexist, and all this shit. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. Let me tell you something. I, it, I say this. The Chris Gonsworth shouldn't have really apologized to that situation. To me, yeah, he said what he said. But here's the thing. If you watch the game and listen to, I say this. I think they probably read it or something. Instead of, like, laying, hearing him speak on it. And hear the context in which he said it, you can tell what he said isn't supposed to be offensive in any way, shape, or form. Like, in any way, shape, or form. All I'm going to say is, somehow people got mad over it in a way he said. He said he was blown away. Like, he was shocked that there's there are women who actually knew this sport. And I said, and I couldn't, here's the thing. It's Pittsburgh. Steelers fans, there are female Steelers fans that probably know that sport a ton. They're mostly, if you're a football fan, you probably have a good sense of knowledge of this game. And I will say this: if you know, if, if you're a knowledgeable person about any about some sports like football, baseball, basketball, all I'm saying is this: if you are single, feel free slide into my DMs because I will gladly. I let's just say I would love to have conversations about sports any time. Trust me. So, but that's besides the point. My my point is, Chris Gonsworth shouldn't really apologize that entire time. If you pretty much thought it was offensive, like way meant by blowjob, I'm just thinking in your body. Okay, then those ladies. All I'm saying is this: you. You, you're thinking about blowjob. Here's an idea. If you here's an idea for you, go to your if next time boyfriend or husband come home from work, this is what you do. As soon as he knocks in the door, get on your knees, unzip his pants, and uh, just one way in, one way out, my friends. There you go. So yeah, that's basically kind of like why I do this podcast is to me. I don't really care what race, gender, sexual orientation. I'm just going to... The truth is, if it's something I want to be... If it's a topic I want to be on, if it's any topic I want to be on, if it's sports, politics, whatever the case may be, I'm going to give you guys my the truth, and I'm going to try to give it to you deep down how I feel it is, and how I feel it is. And it doesn't matter, like... I don't care. And it can be... And in my opinion, anybody or everybody, I might might not be the smartest person in this drawer. I'm not the smartest person in the drawer, but I'll say this: if it's something I deep down feel 
I'm just give you guys my raw opinion, and I will give it to you how I deep down feel is, and I I'm just gonna try to go at you got. I'm giving I'm going into you going into that like some reptile shit. Like basically, uh, a good inspiration in my myself was I watched a good chunk of like the Joe Rogan experience. Him like him like giving up great great opinion neutral like something that everyone can agree on everyone can just give have a discussion and think another thing is like flagrant 2 is the flagrant 2 podcast with Akash Sin and Andrew Andrew Schultz they pretty much uh, give a great opinion some stuff is not the smartest thing some stuff is kind of like a comedian's mindset but some of them at least make you think about some shit make you think about some shit and you have fun with it, and I pretty much, that's how I kind of go about it, it's like, it gave me an idea, and then I'm like, you know, trying to do a podcast is, I had something I wanted to do back when I was actually in college for a while, especially when I did the radio stuff, you know, doing, being the DJ was kind of fun, but I wish it was like segments, I wish there was actually segments, or I would just, me, and I wish it was, I actually had a co-host or something, because I would have loved to have a time where me and a friend and a couple friends, we just shot in where we actually had just a few minutes of time just pretty much just breaking the ice, shooting the shit, and just playing some music and having fun for like two, three hours, whatever the case may be. And that was kind of how I wanted to go about that that segments, those segments, and have fun with it. And that's uh, something I wanted to do. I never... I mean, I kind of had an idea of what to do, general idea. Like, I'm kind of using the basic stuff. Like, for right now, I'm kind of using Audacity for my, uh, for the audio recording. I pretty much use the camera on my laptop for the camera, the video camera you are seeing now. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much just doing, uh, just mostly basic stuff. Is it best? Not really. Do I, am I going to upgrade? to upgrade i will say that yes absolutely i do plan on upgrading uh pretty much my laptop uh probably because one of the things i'm planning on doing is next year have because i'm planning on moving to my own apartment and i plan on taking one room into and make that my like like a studio slash office editing station like everything because I'm pretty much going to try to get like a new uh, desktop. Like I said, I actually used to have a gaming desktop. Because I had a game. I did run a gaming channel for a bit. Will I do a gaming channel again? Yes. I do plan on going back to the gaming channel again. Uh, let's just say I got to need to get a new PC. I won't get one for now. Because right now I kind of have my currently. My desk is a cop. Is being occupied by pretty much my work by my work computers and by my work computer right now so yeah that's actually something that's going on with me so yeah one thing is I know because at that point um it was June when I had the idea and I was thinking to myself you know I'm I don't know when I'm going back to work I don't know really when I'm going to go back to work start working again I don't know what I'm going to be doing Moving forward, I kind of want to do something fun, pass my time, and and be creative. And I want to be creative again. And I actually had that itch. Itch, Mike. You know what? I'm gonna try at least do uh, something I love to do. 
this is a this is a project I want to do. I've always wanted to do podcasts. I've always loved to do radio. I love being uh, someone who loved to entertain people. So this is one of the ways I wanted to entertain people. Uh, one idea is like some stuff to see if I can crack some jokes, have some fun, and you know enjoy myself and and like enjoy myself to the best of my ability. And uh, and that's why I kind of that's my mentality which why I went about the podcast is like, I, I'm at least bit my opinions and then try have fun and have fun with it and see if I can make some jokes or pretty much have fun with it. I was enjoyed having like this show and do I, do I want to have like, do I expect this thing to ever become the next Joe Rogan experience or the next and Fred Laker do? No, I just wanted this to be the first J-Money Talks podcast and have, uh, I mean, that, that I aspire by them, but I want to be my own thing, and, uh, but I also want to have fun with it, also, and, uh, the next year comes around, I definitely want to have conversations with people, we pretty much just talk, talk to, shoot the shit, and pretty much have fun, and, and that's kind of what my plan is for, in, in the future, uh, hopefully when this COVID stuff is done, we can actually have that again, and that's my focus, moving forward so uh yeah that was the uh but yeah that's how i kind of wanted to start the podcast was like i want to get back on youtube i wanted to do this and i didn't care much if i was gonna get no sick no subscribers afterwards or not i just wanted to do this and i wanted to at least have the passion to do so so i had a passion to do so so uh yeah i see thank you very much for your question it is a long one. It's in the teeth. It's to the teeth, but yeah, that's uh, that's why I want to start the podcast. Thank you very much for the question, man. Thank you so very much. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna answer a couple more questions. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna probably tell a couple stories. Uh, some stories I'm gonna at least talk my own because I want to talk about them a ton because there's some stuff I pretty much ill like. I think one big question. That I kind of want to do is the three biggest things I regret in life, <laughs> which I actually thought about that one a lot. Uh, one big thing is probably a couple question, another question. I think probably one of my worst barber shop incidents. Worst times, barber fucked my even my hairline or my face up. That's something I will talk about. And uh, yeah, I think maybe a few other things. So take care, guys. We'll be right back. Thank you for watching the J Money Talks podcast. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching the J Money Talks podcast on both YouTube and SoundCloud. Don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back. All right, guys. Before we get into the next set of questions, I thought one well, I'm gonna spit some free game to you, especially if you want if you are a fan of say some Dragon Ball Z. Or you're a fan of, say, Naruto, uh, My Hero Academia, and a couple other animes. I want to help you guys out with some gear that will help you guys out. You guys, it's one place that actually makes a great bunch of these anime clothing. It's just saying .co. 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 They actually make a various tons of anime, anime gear. They got pretty much your... Of anime gear, like for example, they got the typical, you know, they got the simple Dragon Ball 
Dragon Ball gear. They got a simple Dragon Ball gear. They got your Naruto gear. Heck, I think they just recently dropped, right now, the recent anime Fire Force. They actually have some Fire Force gear. Fire Force gear. Actually, I just saw this recently, so actually, I'm probably might look into some of these things. They also got My Academia gear. Find My Academia gear and a few others. They just recently dropped some, like, they actually just recently dropped, I believe, this, uh, dropped some, like, new Naruto gear for women, and it's like, and it's actually looking good. It actually looks good, ladies, which actually looks good. Which actually looks pretty good, especially you got the, you got the, of course, Naruto, you got the GOAT, to me, the GOAT, Rock Lee, I mean, Kakashi, I think, I think I'm, you can dress up like a female member of the Akatsuki, so, and if you ever, so, us, me, I actually, actually, so I actually just ordered for me, for Christmas, which will probably much be coming in close to New Year's, so, a nice long sleeve, a nice long sleeve, like, Vegeta, a nice long sleeve Vegeta My apologies if you hear this downstairs. Uh, my my stepmother and her friends are in the basement, so broken <laughs> me. So yeah, that's going on. So I bought a super Vegeta shirt. A long sleeve Vegeta, Super Saiyan Vegeta shirt and a nice uh Nice uh, Super Saiyan 2 Majin Vegeta jogger pair of joggers. Let's just say I joggers. So let's just say I'm gonna be looking gonna just clean. Let's just say your boy is gonna try to go is going into this one. This next one ready to go make let's just say when I go into the next year. I'm planning on going in there to make some fucking games. So games. I think when the summertime comes around, I'm gonna be rocking a nice little uh, performance one of their performance polo. And what they got one of their pro performance polos is that classic Vegeta casual shirt. Yes, the bad man in pink polo, which I might be copping when you know, especially when the summertime comes around and I get a little slim down. Your boy is gonna come in a little nice and slim, nice and slim, slim. So, if you guys want to get you some game, get you some free game, get a little discount to some game, to those, to that anime gear, and you want to dress up like your favorite anime heroes when we go in workouts, especially in this time of quarantine, we pretty much you need everything and anything and everything to try to look like a pretty much an anime protagonist out there because at S point nine, anything and everything pretty much is happening. Who knows what 2021 could have. So, for that one, try using this coupon code here, which I actually got in when I started shopping at their... Because I shopped their first time, actually. They share, I'm going to share this coupon code for you guys. It is G-R-E-G-I-0-0-3-C-K. It is G-R-E-G-I-0-0-3-2-C-K. Go to JustSaying.co. I think they can make you super. Just saying. Anyways, <laughs> let's uh, move on to the next. Uh, let's move on to the next clip. All right, guys, we're back. We got a couple good questions. This one's good from a home, a uh, good man, a good homie of mine, Aiden Barnett. 
my man. He get yes. What are your thoughts on Scott Satterfield inter, uh, interview in South Carolina? And do you think we'll get through the entirety of a college basketball season? Basketball season. And the next story is: Has a barber ever fucked up your hair before? I would love to hear this. Well, all right. So I think we can do this. These couple questions. The part about the Scott Satterfield thing. What I've heard is that South Carolina reached out to him, but it was more of like a conversation, less of an interview. More or less an interview. It was more like they called it, they had a conversation with him, at, you know, kind of threw maybe a little pitch to him, see if it, like, any of it intrigued him. And he's, uh, he, he still decides he's taking with Louisville. He, uh, this was the thing that they, that he was asked. Uh, but he, he said that, uh, Scott Sarah, about what he said, he told the Courier Journal, Louisville Courier Journal, he had no intention of leaving. He said he owed an obligation just to at least listen to South Carolina because of where it, it's at. Like he said, he characterized, uh, which several resources confirmed to ESPN. They said on Friday that he characterized the conduct of South Carolina as more of a conversation and not a formal job interview. Uh, Louisville Athletic Director, Athletic Director Vince Starry said on Saturday in a statement that he was actually "quote unquote" disappointed that Sarahville actually talked with South Carolina officials. And Scott and I spoke earlier Saturday, and he assured me that he's moving forward with our head football as our head football coach. Uh, I feel as good about Scott's abilities today as the day we hired him as a long-term time fan in the current. Athletic director at Louisville. I understand the history behind our fans' trust issue with football coaches, rightly so. I am disappointed that Scott had a conversation with another program, but I'm comfortable that we have an agreeable path forward. Forward, the second-year coach said that he actually helped keep uh, Tyre and others and other members of the athletic department informed of that. Is they contacted was contacted by. Uh, this conversation with South Carolina. Satterfield told the newspaper that when South Carolina reached out, I told Vince they reached out, and I told him I wasn't interested in talking to those guys. Well, they circled back in a week, and so I said I would listen to what they had to say, and the reason being is that it's a few hours away from my parents. So I didn't know he actually, I didn't know he was born and raised in South Carolina. I know he went to Appalachian State, which is in North Carolina, I think. But, uh, I digress. Uh... Or both getting older, and I've seen them one time this year due to COVID 19. I went to listen to a conversation and asked what it is. I kept Vince abreast with that too. I'm not trying to hide anything from anybody. I'm not that person. And that is a good, that is the thing here about now the big part about what, uh, what, uh, Vince Harry said is a big thing. I can understand this, uh, a lot of fans, a lot of you fellow fans. We kind of do have a fan trust issue because when a coach does, because I understand something, if a coach does good in a one program, there are other programs in other conferences, especially now, especially now, South Carolina is an SEC school. They football is a good brain, but is pretty much an SEC school is pretty much one of the biggest conferences in in the. Biggest conferences in nation is best conferences in nation. If they come, if they're pursuing you, 
it's like one of those dream jobs, you know? It's one of those dream jobs. Uh, it's like one of those dream jobs. Just like, uh, just like Texas. Just like Texas, Alabama, uh, Auburn, USC, USC, like some blue blood programs like Ohio State, Michigan. That is a, as a great job because they, because the football program is, there's, they, the school that's a lot of resources on in that football program a ton like like pretty much new facilities new equipment all the all the nooks and crannies everything because and uh, a school like South Carolina coming out to them and understand South Carolina isn't has had great coaches they had Lou Holtz at towards the end of his run after Notre Dame he, they had Steve Spurrier for a while they also had Steve Spurrier, and uh, recently, so of course they would at least pursue at least a coach, pursue try at least pursue a big name to someone who has that energy to bring the program. I understand Scott Satterfield? He this is his second year. He pretty much helped turn the Louisville program around after the bullshit we've dealt with Bobby Trino in his last season, and. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I understand, I can understand Louisville having this trust because, I understand, I'm on the most, about in the past four, five coaches we've dealt with, they have somehow left this program. It started with John L. Smith, for example. John L. Smith. He decided to leave the university he left. He left Louisville to go to Michigan State uh, back, I believe, in 2001, 2002. And what I've heard from my father, and my dad told me this story many times. He decided to, he he was announced that he was taking the job. They announced this at halftime of a game, at a game. And in the interview, it was like, is it true you're going, you're going to another school? And coach is like, yeah, I'm actually going to Michigan State. And, uh, yeah, and then, and you have, yeah, something that happened is John Smith left a pro, left a program, and he pretty much announced, he pretty much said he was leaving during halftime of a game he was coaching. So, yeah, let's just say that was a big moment. I don't know how fans have handled it because I don't think John Smith has had was the coach of an opposing team afterwards. Unless somehow there's an agreement where Louisville and Kentucky State decide to host a game between the two of them, like an exhibition game or something. Because John L. Smith is actually currently the coach of Kentucky State, head coach of Kentucky State right now, University, KSU. Uh, KSU. So, there might be something in the future. Who knows? I don't know how college football works, really. So I don't know if you if UL and Kentucky State can play a game. If not, then hey, who knows? Uh, then you got Bobby Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, of course, he leads Louisville to the Orange Bowl. He leads Louisville to the Orange Bowl, pretty much a top ten finish, one of the best seasons UL had in their program's history, and. That's just days after he leads the team to one of the biggest 
bowl wins in history, one of the best seasons of in UofL history. He leaves to pursue his dream to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, who had Michael Vick at the time. And this is before pre-dogfight trial Michael Vick. So, let's just say, he leaves the program. And then he leaves the program, you know, to pursue the NFL. The NFL. Next coach we have, we have Steve Crawford, who, let's be honest, who, in his first season, he went 6-6, six and six, but back then, there was not any bowl spots for Big East teams left, and let's just say there were some other teams that were chosen, Louisville ended up being the odd man out, despite being 6-6. Six and six. And this is at a time where, basically beforehand, there was not many bowls. Now... Pretty much bowl season is pretty much every team that has a 500 record is going to trip, is pretty much going on trips like it's an Oprah giveaway. Just basically, if you got a 6-6 six six record, it's basically, you go to a bowl game, you go to a bowl game, you go to a bowl game, you go to a bowl game. Everybody gets to go to a bowl game. Everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone gets bonus football. So, <laughs> that was the plan. Year two. And this is actually how I know, and this is, Clearly how you knew this guy pretty much is, is was trash at that time frame. At that time frame. This man was, I think, Louisville went 5-2 and two at one point. Basically, at this time frame, you just got to win one, two games, and there were some winnable games. and Winnable games. And you're in a bowl game, you know? Okay, this is the second year. He gets a chance to go to a bowl game. Gets to go to a bowl game. And this man... Pretty much, let's just say, if this man decided to play the Atlanta Falcon Simulator, and, if you don't know, that man decided to play the Atlanta Falcon Simulator, and Louisville lost five straight games. Ended their season five and seven. So, year two. Year two ends in him performing probably the best, one of the biggest blowjobs ever. So, blowjobs ever in... Season, season blowjobs ever. I mean blowjobs. The next season, third season three, this man pretty much didn't even try to even keep his job. The dude wins four and four and eight, especially in his last game. Especially, which I actually, if you want to know, I attended that game, that Rutgers game. If you don't know, Rutgers whooped pretty much, tapped our ass like an oil rig. Pretty much, let's just say, a. And also, I think back then, this is also Ray Rice who played, was a senior at that year. So, pretty much I got to see a future Raven practically treat, turn my team into a goddamn, into a goddamn sperm bank. <laughs> He's pretty much emptied his nuts all over pretty much the Louisville, all over Louisville that day. So, yeah. Also, fun fact about that day, after the game... Actually, me and my dad went to a beat dubs to beat ups on Saint by Saint Matthews, and I was actually on a radio show on the live like call in radio show post game. If you want to know, and, and uh, yeah, I ended up talking, and I pretty much just said my straight up, yeah, Steve Crackford gotta go. I actually just watched the game live. Steve Crackford gotta go, and honestly, George, and if you want to know, George and Crackford. Or at the, t- the athletic director Tom George at the time, they were homies at the time. 
I'm just, I pretty much told him, like, yo, George, listen, I get it. He a homie. I understand. You want to, you want to give your homie some slack, cut your homie some slack. I understand. I get it. But, dog, sometimes you got to cut some homies off. If he's doing bad, you got to come off. So, if you don't, you're pretty much losing your job. I don't know if me and a few others helped <laughs> George listen, but... Yeah, pretty much the next day, Jurish cuts him, and that then enters Charlie Strong, who ends up bringing the program back to where where it needed to be, and especially to especially in the Sugar Bowl with Teddy Bridgewater and Devontae Parker, former Bauer Bruin, and and yeah, after I think after his fourth year, the year after uh, Teddy. Teddy and Devontae Parker and and the others pretty much uh helped bring Louisville it helped bring Louisville to uh pretty much helped uh kind of play the role of helping Louisville become a a ACC school ACC school. Charlie Strawn was pursued by the Texas Longhorns by Texas near University of Texas, who at that point in time was pretty much coming. Was pretty much decided to uh, fire head coach Mac Brown, who led Texas to, of course, the 2005 Rose Bowl and a national championship, and also led him to another national championship with Colt McCoy and that long team before they were dominated by Alabama. Before they got dominated by Alabama with Mark Ingram in, uh, I believe, with uh, Mark Ingram. Leading the pack. So, yeah. So, Charlie Strong was offered by Texas to be their head coach. And, of course, at that time, Texas is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, traditional college programs in the the nation. They had tons of money, resources, facilities, because, let's be honest, Texas in football goes together like... Apple pie and ice cream. Apple pie and ice cream. So, yeah. So, yeah. Charles Strong leaves. He goes to... He goes to... Uh, he goes to Michigan. He goes to Texas. And then we... Then, guess who's back? Bobby Petrino. Even though he... He pretty much tr- left our asses to go to the NFL, who pretty much quit, like, almost... Not even a full season. Leaves for Arkansas. Who leaves for Arkansas. And got fired. Because he decided to have an affair. And got into a motorcycle accident. With his mistress. <laughs> with his dumbass mistress. With his mistress. Who he pay, who he ended up hiring. To be an assistant. For his program. Which was pretty much. I guess to be a cover of him. Of which is a cover because I'm probably sure this was probably her at the office just <laughs> under his desk. So, <laughs> so he comes back after a year stay at Western Kentucky and 
after a year after getting fired and spending a year rehabbing at Western Kentucky University, he comes back to Louisville. And he helps pretty much lead Ace leads Louisville into pretty much a new era of ACC. He ends up getting probably this great uh, diamond in uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, nothing special. Uh, just probably a who ends up becoming a Heisman Trophy winner. And let's see one of the hottest pretty much quarterbacks in the league. And uh, just last year won the league MVP and is currently on uh, one of the best teams in all of football. Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, he ends up, he pretty much decides, gave a lot of credit at the time to Lamar, and not much to anyone else, despite the fact offensive line, defensive line, everyone else played a part and helped Lamar, helped the the cards get to where they are in the ACC. And let's say he ends up lowing, he ends up losing a bit of the locker room. Locker room, locker room decides not to play. This became a thing. Year two, year one, it was okay. Year two was amazing and was probably a chance where, where, his, where his Louisville can actually had a chance of going to the ACC title. Could potentially go to the ACC title game. Is it? Oh, there's a chance Louisville could get into playoff, college football playoffs, you know. Could become a national champion in football. And it's a blow in that. Blows the game against Clemson. We lose the game against Clemson. We have a chance of... Then there's a chance. Then Clemson screws up. Then we end up having a chance of controlling our own destiny. Where we had to beat Houston. Beat the Houston Cougars. At Houston. What happens? Louisville size pretty much fought to themselves. Oh, this is Houston. These are a bunch of scrubs. We've been before when they, we were in the conference USA with them. There's no way we're going to lose these scrubs. And what happens? Louisville gets the asses handed to them on national television. Next, they okay, we lose to them. All right, let, we got Kentucky. And okay, it's Kentucky. There's and they're were bad this year. Come on, there's no way we can beat, we can lose to them. Oh, what happens? Kentucky give plays, does not play sides to come in, proving hey, we ain't got the best season, but hey, we're gonna at least whoop your ass on your field. Coming to whoop your ass on your field because it's a rivalry game. What happens? Louisville chokes in that game. Kentucky wins, comes from behind and wins. And we lose a chance at the ACC title and pretty much playoff. In the playoff. So, okay, we end up playing in a New Year's Day game. I think a ball game on New Year's Day against LSU. A great SEC program. Hey, you actually, hey, guess what? This is actually a good chance to prove, hey, despite a couple losses, hey, this is an SEC, big SEC school. This is a big bowl game. Let's go out there. Let's prove to them, hey, Louisville is a dog. Plus, Lamar Jackson is a sophomore. He just won a Heisman. Let's go out there and end the season, on, end the year on a good note. 
What happens? Louisville plays horribly, doesn't even bother showing up to the game, and practically got their asses clapped by LSU and Les Miles. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And let's just say Louisville felt shit. Felt like shit. Next year, pretty much the offense somehow, Bobby Trino forgot what made us great. And somehow we pretty much forgot what made us good in the first place. Tries to make Lamar a pocket passer when he is clearly a guy who is good at RPOs. And let's just say this. In the game, in the rematch, then we have the rematch against Clemson that the following season. Okay, we barely lost to, we pretty much barely beat them. Let's, this is the rematch. Let's prove to them like, hey, this year of yours is no longer yours. Also, they just won the national championship. Let's prove to them, hey, you, okay, you guys won the national championship. You guys pretty much done what we should have done but in this case we're how many you're in our turf and what happened was is you all you won your game and your turf is what you're now on our turf you are coming here and winning this game we're you're coming here to get your asses kicked and pretty much go and we're gonna prove to everyone here on national television hey this is our time this is our conference now this is our this is our year and what happens you pretty much get pants on national television and that is a day and let me tell you I was at the pregame I was at the college game day and I pretty much remembered seeing my this game and pretty much at that point had to call my father to pick me up because let's just say some of those Clemson fans that wanted to talk shit I don't care how drunk you are I was going to pretty much curb stomp the fuck out of any and all of them. And it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, or a child. You were going to get the boots. You were getting the You were getting stopped by my ten and a half. Okay? If you... Okay? I'm not going to hear you think that Louisville is... can't this That Louisville, that UofL football team was candy that day. Little fans will whoop your candy ass. <laughs> so, Louisville gets clapped. The rest of the team doesn't go too well. We still make it to a bowl. And I think we still played horrible to bad to a Mississippi State team. We end up firing our offensive coordinator, who was a great player, who ends up going to Mississippi State. Who do we rehire? Who do we hire to be the offensive coordinator? was the court offense coordinator for Mississippi State that they fired. Basically, we technically just did a coach swap. <laughs> Thinking this is a game this is an episode of course this was an episode of course swap. What happens? Mississippi State offense does well. Louisville's offense does bad. Louisville loses that bowl game. Lamar Jackson's he's an ends in an L. Career Louisville ended in L. He gets drafted. The next season he gets, X, you know, Louisville loses to a Florida State team, barely, and Bob Petrino goes into a shit fit with these players, and at this point, the players are like, you know what, fuck this nigga, let's get this nigga fired, so, Louisville decides not to play a goddamn game, pretty much, and if you want to know the tipping point how they got fired, 
They end up going to Clemson the next day. Gets embarrassed by by a by Clemson, and also you know comes in relief. You're guess what? Clemson's boy Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the projected number one pick this upcoming draft. If the Jets, if the Jets decide to perform the Cleveland Browns special, aka 0-16, ends up playing relief. And actually, I think was a relief. Uh, comes in a relief or actually started a game. He balls out, and he actually, if you want to know, I think it messed me off. He ends up scoring. I think Clemson scores a touchdown at the end. Where's the end? The wide receiver caught the ball. This touchdown pass was Dabble Sweeney's son. Yes. The moment you let the coach's son score on your ass in a game and a blowout, that signs of you deserve to get the fuck out of here. And me and I think the rest of the city all agree at that moment. Bobby Trino, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. And never come back, you piece of shit. <laughs> so... That's what happened, and now that's why we have Sarahville now. After a season of pretty much, pretty much dealing with bullshit, we finally find a coach who finally brings new life into a program, into the program, and now in his second season, a new school has come into the fray, and is trying to scoop him away. Pretty much trying to scorpion snatch his ass out of Louisville again. And we're thinking, oh my god, is this Bob Bertrino 3.0 again? Like, is this Charlie Strong 2.0? Like, what is about, what's going on here? I don't think it's going to happen. To me, now, do I think this is something that's going to happen? Is this, are we about to experience another coach leaving this program? In a history of coaches deciding to leave Louisville? I say, this particular case, I don't think so. Because here's the thing about South Carolina. South Carolina is in the SEC, but they're in the East Division. East Division of the program. There are seven teams in this program, okay? You got, you have Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. This is probably, I believe, in this case, the packing order. As of now, it is Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, Fanny. Okay, understand. South Carolina, you are pretty much, in this case, the bottom three of your division. The question is, at this moment, you have just fired this, fired Will Muschamp, a coach who pretty much was trash at Florida, was actually a trash head coach in Florida. I still don't understand how he's a head coach Still, I don't know why he's a head coach in football to begin with. Was a head coach still. I don't know why South Carolina decided to give this motherfucker a second chance. Give this guy a second chance. But that's but that's the case. But let's be honest. That but I don't know. So so this so South Carolina, you're fifth in. You're pretty much in the packing order of the uh, of your division. You're fifth. You're fifth in your... You're pretty much right now, currently, fifth in your pecking order. In the pecking order of your division. Of your division. So, this is what it is right now with South Carolina. And this is my case right now in terms of South Carolina. Which, actually, 
who is, as of this current moment, as the time of recording, is getting getting their ass clapped by Kentucky, 41 to 18, with 90 seconds left in this half. So, in the current standings right now, oh, well, actually, in fact, South Carolina is near dead last. They're only in front of Vanderbilt and are behind Tennessee. So, so in this particular case, in the case here, the current back in order, if we're looking at the East, you are going up against, you have to try to be better than Florida, who's right now to come up with Dan Mullen. They pretty much got Kyle Trask, you know, Kyle Pitts, and a great, uh, and that team. Georgia, Missouri, UK, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Right now, Kentucky is on the come up and actually starting to have, it actually is starting to develop, actually starting to, not starting to, but has developed a culture in their program, in their program, in their program. Tennessee is known to have, as a culture in their program. Missouri, you don't hear much about them, but they have a culture in their program. Georgia, they have an established culture in their program of Kirby Smart. And then you've got Florida, who is starting to build a culture, restart, rebuild their culture with Dan Mullen at the helm. Right now, among all these teams, there's no team, there's no one that is make. There is no team right now, currently, that is going to literally help. That does not help your case here. Plus. You're ending this season. You're about to end this season. Currently, at you're pretty much. I think your season is now done. Is officially as of this moment done. It is as of this current moment. You are now. You are now two and seven. You have ended your season at two and seven. Two and seven, and a year where you pretty much fired your coach. I believe. Uh, two weeks beforehand. I say two, three weeks before the year ended. And it ended. So, your current head... So now, the big question is for your head coach, for your team, is who do you actually get to replace? And who can you replace... As your head coach. Hey coach. What are. And my question is. What are you guys expectations. For the program. For your program. Is. If your idea is immediately. SEC title or bust. With your coach. First thing. You. The only way you're going to get the SEC title. Is if you win your division. Right now. There are teams that are already. Ahead of a curve for you. Have already has recruit is getting recruits and is already ahead of a curve for you. Have a curve for you, for you, and let's be honest, you're not beating Alabama. <laughs> you're seriously not. You're not going to beat Alabama. You're not being. You're not going to be capable of being LSU. You're not going to be capable of being Auburn. So let's let's. How about we bounce back for this case? In this case, for you guys. You need a coach, I believe is this, that needs to understand 
you're going to need like four or five years take the approach of Indiana. Of Indiana. Currently. If you don't know. Indiana. At this time. Four years ago. Is. Was back then. Trash. We're sorry. They are. They were trash. Indiana. Has recently. Indiana. If you look at Indiana. What they've done. In the four years that. Tom Allen has been into this year that have been that where Indiana has been at right at this point in time. This has been they are coming off right now as of this moment, this season. They are actually about they have actually achieved one of the biggest seasons, best seasons of the year, where they have pretty much been free ranked teams. They have finally tied a program record a program record uh, by winning six games this season which is the first time they have actually the last time they've won six big ten games in a season was in 1987 it was back in 1987 seven they've also snapped a 10 game skid in their a 10 year losing streak to Wisconsin and they've actually in their in their series and against Wisconsin and this is the first time they've actually beaten Wisconsin since their first time in two since two thousand and two. If you don't know much about how big how uh, Indiana's how good Indiana's been they actually beat first game of the season they end up being Indiana they end up being Penn State who was ranked at the time eighth ranked in overtime Two weeks later, they end up going up against Michigan, who they have not beaten since I think 1984 or something like that. It was for something like 1984 or something like that. I believe that's. I think I'm right. I think that's what I think it is right on the money. 1984, which is a long, long time, long, long time. They've been ranked for. This is like the long, one of the longest they've been ranked for a while. Among others, they've pretty much they have been in probably. I think right now I think they've been like. They pretty much at this, in all honesty, at this point in time, Indiana has done one of the biggest, has practically like achieved one of the biggest, accomplished one of the best seasons. Is. One one of their best seasons of all time, and actually, if Indiana, like the only thing that honestly could have that honestly stopped Indiana from even reaching the playoffs at this point in time, that stopping Indiana from actually, as in my opinion, and honestly, in this case scenario, from pretty much being the Big Ten a candidate in the Big uh, as the for the college football playoff by in this uh, situation. Oh, okay, here it is. I was wondering where it is. Like, I can tell you. Yes, first time in 33 years. Back, yes, 33 years. So, yeah, Hoosiers last won a game against against uh, Michigan was pretty much October 24th, 1987. This is the second in 41 games they played. And only a second in 21 games they played, I believe, at Indiana.
at Bloomington. So, yeah, this is like their... I think they've also been Michigan State first time in a while. Also, I think this is one of the games. First time they've actually been Michigan State in a while. They've been like teams they haven't been in years. This is the first time they've actually been teams. They've actually had a seat. They've actually had a practically, I won't say a good season, but an amazing season. An amazing season. And this is something that has worked out. Five, this has been something that's pretty much a rebuild that's been taking at least five years. That's pretty much taking, I believe, four to five years. It is pretty much the, and I, they pretty much are, which is now a crazy, which is actually their big, uh, which has actually been a, practically a, which has been quite recently a process. Yeah, this Tom Allier was back in 2016, who, which was 2016, which was back in 2016, and it was, and it's been a thing that has been going on for probably years. It's been going on for years, like for example, 2017, the users were, end up going Five and seven. The next year, 2017, 2018, Indiana goes five and seven again. Ends up going, ends up going, ends up going, go 2019. Indiana actually re, actually has a great season. Ends up breaking the mold in the first season with an eight and four record. And become bowl eligible, which is, which is, it is a big thing. They actually end up playing against Tennessee. Now, they're actually going up. They're actually going. Now, they are going in. They actually just now. The Indiana's first season. Now, Indiana's seat in his fourth season as the head coach in their fourth season. This is pretty much in this case. What ADN has been doing right now, this is the year they have actually pretty much on, in all honesty, a rebuild, the, a big rebuild phase. It's pretty much just came off of pretty much the four year, like a pretty much a four year re, is coming off this four, a four year rebuild of a program. A four year like culture change of the pro, of the program. In this case scenario for South Carolina, if you want to, I say this: if you're trying to contend for the contend for that East Division title for an SEC title appearance, you're going to have to find a coach who is going to person who is going to have who's going to help make a co- build a culture with you, and that is going to take four or five years. My question is for, and I say this to Gang to all to any Gamehawks fans out there. Are you willing to sit for four, three or four years of practically getting just treated like a human condom by Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia 
for another free four years before it's time you guys start doing the fucking. So, that's all I'm going to say. Are you prepared for that for at least three or four years with a coach? And probably deal with being dealing with like four and eight, five and seven seasons. Just want you to know. Just asking, are you cool with that for three or four years? And then hopefully you guys can get back into being like the Gamecocks of old. No, like with Steve Spurrier, where you're actually, you know, at least close to the cream of the crop with, uh, close to the cream of the crop with what you guys were. Also, when you were also find ways to fuck Kentucky every, any way you can, possibly. Because you guys had a long streak, which they ended a while back. So, (laughs) falls in your court there. So, I think with, so yeah, uh. It's been a long... This is a long to the teeth. I'm going into probably a rant. A little tangent here. But yeah, I don't think uh, Scott Saravale is going to leave Louisville to go to South Carolina. Uh, right now, I think uh, their next head coach choice is... Their head coach choice is probably going to be Shane uh, Shane Beamer, who is the son of, of uh, Hall of Fame head coach Frank Beamer, who is currently a defensive assistant for Oklahoma, currently. So... And he actually used to be a former coach with Spurrier, part of his Spurrier regime between 2007 and 2010. So, I think that he's going to be the coach there. I think others is going to be, other choices is the head coach of Louisiana Lafayette, Raging Cajuns, and uh, the current coach of uh, Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers. Uh, I, Chanticleers. That's probably the coaches they're probably going to be looking for. They're Those are, like, I've heard the three big candidates, uh, according to that story. So, I don't think uh, Scott Sarafield's leaving Louisville this year. Uh, he's going to be leaving Louisville. I think he's going to be here for another year. I think he's still going to be here. <clears throat> and do I think there's going to be a college basketball season ending? Um, I think so. Uh, the question, I think so. I think they will play through the season. But I think by the time we get, I think the non-conference schedule will be a little, I think non-conference, it depends. It depends on the non-conference schedule. Uh, if there's anything, any games, only games I'm hoping for is pretty much we get it. We do get a UofL UK basketball game because we don't have one for, we don't have one for football this year. Please don't cancel, like, pretty much a tradition that's been going on since the 80s. That's been going on for years, which is a UofL UK basketball game. This UofL UK basketball game. Because that's a one-day year. Everyone can, we all come together, also talk shit, and let's just say the fun, let's just say it's a fun night because one, one, because... Because as they were families get together, and also want to kill each other at the same time. So it's let's just say it's let's just say us bits of wives fight pretty much with talk shit, and us live friends are conduct events. That's the one time I get to have fun and talk shit, and am on ever so. Let's just say, yeah, I say this. I hope this basketball game happens. I say in terms of conference games. I think there's going to be a chances are they're going to try to do... I say they're probably going to do a conference bubble. I say they're going to do a conference bubble. I think they should do, like, 
conference bubbles, probably. That's what I think is going to happen. They're going to do a conference bubble. They pretty much are going to have Indianapolis be a bubble, bubble thing, a bubble thing, which a bubble thing with the NCAA tournament, which I'm wondering how they're going to do that situation. Which I think is in this case they're going to probably have the whole state of Indiana become a is going to be a bubble for the the for the tournament because let's be honest I plus all the gyms that these high school gyms in Indiana can probably have can probably host some game host some like the first round games first and second round games easy because if you haven't seen because if you haven't seen any of the Indiana high school gyms, some of them look like D2, D like some D2 division, like small school, like small college gyms, like small, like division two college gyms, like basically. So yeah, take that how you will. I think, so yeah, I think college basketball season will Go on. I think college basketball will uh, be a thing. I think to me, if I am, I think I would try at least have a. I think the conferences are going to have their own like bubbles, their own bubbles, and I think it depends on how. Uh, I think the big question is how the. I think the traveling portion is something that is questionable. Is the question? Is going to be the question? So, yeah, that's uh my opinion there. About this, uh, about the season, and let's see. Story about now. The last one was the story of a time I had a barber experience. Uh, I guess one bad experience, and this is, I think, it's not the barber's fault. Actually, I say can say this: it's not the barber's fault. I. Uh, it's just that I know my how sensitive my skin was at the time, and that is when I use razors. Um. Yeah, if you want to know a fun fact about me, when I shave, uh, when I pretty much take down this, anytime I take down this beard or do a lineup or anything, I cannot do any, I realize, I can't do like a straight razor, I can't use, I can't use a straight razor, I think one, actually this is not my fault, actually this is, actually this is, I mean I did, I did, me and my dad did first time, actually myself actually. So actually, that's something I'll do in a minute. Uh, I won't have many like bad haircuts or bad experiences getting haircuts. Uh, but getting haircuts. Uh, any bad experiences getting haircuts? Getting haircuts. Getting any haircuts? And uh, that is getting haircuts. Uh, the only thing, um, only thing I remember was like when I was a little kid. Uh, I went to one barber's. When one barbershop, uh, barbershop, uh, barber, person owns a barbershop, uh, yeah, DJ, uh, DJ's barbershop, it's an old barbershop that's from way back in, uh, early, early, mid 2000s, is, uh, uh, the barbershop is no longer in operation, uh, as this current moment, uh, yeah, uh, when I mean, actually, he cut my hair, and while he's like, you know, doing my uh, lineup, doing my lineup, uh, I didn't think he was focused on, I think he was talking about, talking to someone, 
and accidentally cut my cut me uh, above my head, forehead. It was kind of like noticeable for it. It healed up. It's it it healed up eventually, but yeah, that was one of those uh, bad uh, haircut experiences. I don't think I ever got a haircut from him again afterwards because my dad kind of did not like the fact that he and he kind of did. Let's just say the haircut was not the greatest. So let's just say I think. So yeah, that haircut was not. That was probably one time I think I got a bad. I think that was my one bad haircut of the many haircuts I've gotten. The only, I think the one I was going to talk about. This is actually me, and this is something I didn't know at the time. Was the first time I actually shaved by myself, and this is something my dad taught me. And turns out, I so what happened was, uh, my dad taught me how to actually shave. You know, I was using an actual Gillette razor. One thing I wouldn't do was. My dad taught me how to shave with a Gillette razor. Uh, what happened was, so what happened was, uh, I actually did do a shave, do, you know, shave my face. Face, uh, use actual razor, shaving cream, all this, all that stuff. And after I did it, clean, had my face, look clean, look good, close. Uh, I say the next couple days afterwards, I had I had horrible horrible razor bumps like my like the chin like every part of like this face was all like razor bumps it was just horrendous like they say my face let's say I broke out I broke out like I have I actually have very sensitive skin I actually can't do I like honestly cannot do any way shape or form any razor, like a straight razor, any like Gillette. Uh, one thing is there's a thing called a five star, like five star, which actually runs it very close. I actually, I used it before. I can actually, I'm okay with using it. I pretty much have to. I just pretty much have to like use a facial cleanser. Pretty much have to wash my face and wash my face and you know make sure not to for a few days. And usually I don't get any as many bumps as before in the past, so it clears up. It it doesn't have I don't have as many bad bumps, but yeah, uh, this that was something I did not know. I have very sensitive skin, facial skin, so very sensitive skin, and uh, yeah, only thing I can use pretty much to shave my fa- shave my beard if I is pretty much I have to use a a standard beard trimmer, standard beard trimmer. So, uh, yeah, that's actually the one experience I've had. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much for your question, uh, Aiden. Okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to move on to our next segment. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to probably have a couple more stories and maybe uh, a couple thoughts. I think one, I think one question will be, the three biggest things I regret in life, if there was a chance, if I had a time machine, it were probably free events. I would have talked if I had a chance of going back. I would go back in time to these free events in my life where I would have probably convinced myself to either not do this or not give up or something that, or something that probably was I should have told me, told past me, hey, this is a bad idea. So. We'll be right back, guys. 
You are watching episode 19 of the J Money Talks podcast. Don't go anywhere, folks. Anywhere, folks. We will be right back. Okay, so before we continue on with the store with the show with the episode, let's uh, talk about. Let's. It's actually a good product that actually actually helps me, which actually helps. Well, which actually helps with. Oh, sorry, fellas. Listen, we. Alright, fellas, listen. You, it's not hard to find, like, tools, you know, to help clean ourselves up, make a face look good, and everything else. You you don't have to go crazy in this stuff. In this day and age, you, you don't need to go... Okay? So, in the store, there's a lot of different... There's all these stores, that, all these, like, big uh, companies like Dove and all these stuff. So, you like these... Always sell like a bunch of body, different types of body washes. Some have these four seventy-five and one, four hundred seventy-five and one, one uh, body wash, hair shampoo, conditioner, motor oil, lube, combos. You don't need any of that. One company that helped me out is Hawthorne. Hawthorne is simple. You take this quiz. You simple. T- you just take a simple quiz. You. It asks like what type of hair you got, what type of skin you got, what type of what type of body you have, like sensitive skin or like basically it you answer this quiz and then they make products to condition to you. Let me tell you, like I was, as I got here, two things helped me out, especially when I remember I said about my face will break out when I use the razor. Guess what? When I shave, guess what? You know what helps me out? This combo here. This right here, this is the face cleanser. I put at least you just wet your face, you add a lever, a dime size amount into your face and neck. Just you just move, just move it on there, lever it up, and and pretty much in a few seconds, you pretty much walk, rinse that bad boy off, rinse it off. You just dry off, and then you add next that face lotion. It helps moisturize your face. Unscented. Let me tell you guys, I use both. I have used both of these things. And let me tell you, in the beginning, I I had a ton of acne. I had, let's say I've had some acne. Let me tell you, bite. Let me tell you, after a few days of using these, using this too, using this too, using this combo for a bit. Let me tell you, face clean, clear. I look great. I don't have that acne. I pretty much, I don't have that acne no more. Especially any razor bumps, non-existent. It works. Trust. It actually works. Trust me. Go to hotforn.com. Use. Take their quiz. It'll help you guys out. And they come in. And they come in these in this packaging, which is great. Especially. And I say this, fellas. This is if you live in on your own. If you got a female guest, and she goes to your bathroom, she sees packaging like this. She knows this. Hey, you, you folk, you are professional. You clean. It kind of gives us the message of, hey, we pay, we pay for the dinner. We'll pay for the dinner for, we'll pay for the first date. We know we are safe. We are, we are caring, we are caring men. We, we are the people, when we're done with the date, we will take you, we will pay for the Uber for you home and actually walk you to your door. We are that type of people. That is how, that is the message that we kind of send. That sends to us. So, go to hotform.com and if ask you, tell them, 
at least put one of my social medias in the description at jmon1196 to Instagram or Twitter. Tell them I sent you here. Tell them the Jmon Talks podcast sent you. I'm not sponsored by him, but hey, I'm one of the least bits of game out to y'all. And hey, if they help me out, they probably help you out too. I'm helping everyone out here. That's what we do. Especially coming in, especially get this, get this, do the quiz before Christmas. Do the quiz. Who knows? By Christmas, you get this stuff. By the time you get into 2021, maybe when this quarantine, maybe we actually start, you know, taking the quarantine seriously. We actually start, you know, wearing our masks and stuff. By the time we, by the time the stuff opens back up, we gonna look clean and we looking fresh and we ready to mingle. Especially if you single, you'll be perfectly ready to mingle, my friends. Trust me. I got y'all. I got y'all. Go to hawthorne.com, baby. Now, let's go back to the show. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back with the J Money Talks podcast. It is episode 19. Now, we go into a next story or next segment question. I think this one, I'm actually doing this one for me, for this one. And that is, what are my, f- which is, I'm going to go into my three biggest regrets of my young life. Of my young life. The three big regrets. And these things, if I had a time machine, these are three things I would try fixing. I would try fixing a ton. And actually, this is a question I thought about a ton. And this is something I wanted to talk about in the podcast. I thought this is a good time to do it. So, so first thing. And this is what I did. This is me. First thing was me and me Quitting football, like the third week of our of the of the season, third week of the season. Okay, right in the beginning when I thought of doing like to tack, doing tackle football. This is the first year JCBS was doing like middle school tackle football for middle schools. I ended up being in my middle school's football team. I actually tried out. Actually, was on the. I ended up being on the roster. I think most because I was a chubby kid. I was a chubby kid, I probably would have probably end up being a knack to this. Here's the thing, I've never played any Pop Now, before you ask, I've never played any Pop Warner. I never grew up with, like, any older brothers or something where I, older brothers or any neighbors where I played, you know, some two-hand touch or, like, wrap-up football, any wrap-up, you know, backyard football. I never did any of that. Okay, I never did any of that shit. So... Because also at that time when I was a kid, I was a grade A introvert. So I was introverted at the time. So very quiet, kept it to myself. Keep it that, and I was and I was lazy. So I was lazy. So keep that in mind. So so I tried out. I did football. I one of the things is I can uh, conditioning. I did conditioning. Conditioning was not the best. You know, doing some of the like the drills, like you know, like the rolls and the, you know, the, the the quick feet into like the drop down, drop downs, and drop downs, and some of the other stuff. Some of the stuff was kind of alright, and I had an idea of. It was alright. It was actually fun. I actually kind of, 
I look back at hindsight, I think if I did a little bit of some of that stuff, I kind of wouldn't be the... I think I would have done okay with it. But I think it would I think it would have been fine. The only thing that was... That I could not handle... I could not do... Was... I could not get... I could not handle... Doing like get these hitting drills. I cannot... Let's just say this. In terms of me and contact, let's just say this. I was not... I did not handle the stuff of contact very, very well. I was afraid of getting hit. I was... Like, I just could not... And I am... I can't understand. I am a big kid. I'm, I'm a short, stocky kid. I could... I should have handled... I think I could have handled a few hits. Me? Nope. <laughs> nope. Could not handle hits. I just could not handle hits. It was just... Something about it just told me... It was just like... My mind... It was like... My mind telling me no! But my body... My body still says no. Said no. I could not handle getting hit. And this is something I... I could not do, and one thing is, I after the second game of the season, like the week lean up, I just after a practice, like the first practice, I think the Monday at our first game, I just after Monday after the practice on Monday, I just decided, you know what, I can't do this. <laughs> I am not built for this. I was like, well. I just didn't have the heart to do it, so I just told the coach like I I don't think I can do this. I I kind of want to quit. I still want to be a, play a part in the team. I became a team manager for the football team. I ended up becoming a team manager at for the football team. Do I regret now? Looking back at years later, and this is something my sister gets on me about, has gone on me about many times. I should have, I should have at least tr kept should have tried to do it. I don't think I would have. Now, do I think I would have enjoyed? No. Now, do you think I would have had that dream of being in the NFL? In the NFL, no. I don't think I had that capability. I had to be to be in the NFL. You really had a what's that? You need there's few things. One, have a dedication of that game. And having that will to, that iron will to go out and be in pretty much a car crash every single play, and also have a ticket into the genetic lottery, which, and have that lucky ticket into the genetic lotto. I did not have that, sadly. So, I don't think I had that ticket into the genetic lottery because I am actually five, six, five, seven. By the time I actually lose this weight, the only position really, the best possible the best possible situation of me playing in the NFL is if I become like, say, the short Ray Rice type running back, basically one of those cannonball downhill runners with like the strong legs, like a Saquon Barkley, Ray Rice type running back. So, yeah, let's just say I would probably much have to, like, you know, 
constantly keep bouncing around, getting hit constantly, and bouncing around, and pretty much. Plus, I'm just saying I don't. Plus, I don't want to be one of those. Us, I'm. Um, I'd be. I'd be humble if I get hit hard by somehow like one of those. Hit hard by like someone like freaking Aaron Donald or like Calais Campbell, like those big dudes. I'm just saying, because them motherfuckers would pretty much could pick me up and probably if they felt like it, they probably could carry me and would lift pick me up and just carry me to the end zone if they felt like it for safety if they felt like it like it and who knows if they decide to let me down gently if they decide to just let me down kindly just put me lay me down so yeah <laughs> that one if I have do I do I wish I actually stuck with it and maybe see if I did have the other vocabularies maybe because right now um because let's just say this a, in terms of players that are around my age, one one player, Juju Smith-Schuster, is like two, three weeks younger than me. Our birthday's like 17 days apart. And I realized, fuck, if I actually just, if I stuck to football, actually stuck to football, I could be on, I could be playing in the NFL, making millions of dollars. While Juju is making millions and is making millions and Juju I'm I'm here and Juju Smith Juicer is pretty much living his best life in Pittsburgh making millions of dollars. So yeah, let's just say I think there are some trajectories in life that I think there was a trajectory in life that could have happened, but here we are. But yeah, but yeah, here we are. So so yeah, here we are. So, take that how you will. So, so, yeah. Now, well, now one thing that I think I would have done, would I try at least played to a lot, played and see if I could at least play col- college football at a high level of college football, like Division One football, college football. Probably see what how that goes. I don't know what team I would be on, but but let's be honest. College football, you know, college football, especially division, like say division one college. Woo, buddy, let's just say I think I would let you say whatever college I decide to go to at that point in time. Let's just say they, let's just say I think I would have probably been one of them big dogs on campus. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say I think like I would have felt like I was one of them big dogs on campus. So let's just say, uh, let's just say I would pretty much. By the time I come back, let's just say I think by the time I get back to Louisville, I probably had let's just say, let's just say the body count would have been a different story. <laughs> I probably had a different body count, but I think the only thing I would have regret, I regret about biggest thing I regret about it is I didn't really take this workout seriously. I didn't take working out seriously at that time, like now. And looking back at it, if I took it, if I actually. Like took uh, let's say is I took uh, I actually took uh, took it seriously. Even if I wasn't good enough to be in football, I would at least try to keep up with like the conditioning and like like the conditioning. Even during the off seasons, like you know, try to focus on doing the push ups, sit ups. Because I think because actually, if I kept up with it, like the body weight stuff, body weight stuff, I would have had a, like a good base. Because then I because. Understand when you're a teenager, you work out as a teenager, 
If you decide to work out, start working out as a teenager, you know, you're doing a running and the and doing like a body weight stuff. There's a thing called newbie gains, which if I decided to do it at 14, 15 years old, ooh, buddy, let's just say 14, 15, let's just say by the time you saw me, if you saw me freshman year in high school, the person you saw then, if you saw me with newbie gains, let's just say, oh, buddy, I'm just saying, I think my confidence would have shot up because then I had the body, body up. I felt like I had the confidence of pulling on, let's just say pulling up on any girls and just acting. I don't know. I don't think I would have said I was on a football team. I would probably have said some, probably said I was a, I was playing for, I was a freshman. <laughs> I'm just, I play some sport or something like, I was going to have said I played basketball and just see like what's good. I'm like, that's good. I'm like, <laughs> oh, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one of the things I regret is taking a workout seriously. Now I'm taking, now at 24, I'm pretty much, I kind of enjoying, I kind of have a drive of, you know, trying to at least work out, make some gains in like looking good now later in life. But I feel like I could have kickstarted that progress 10 years ago. And let's just say your boy would have looked a whole lot different. That's what I'm saying. That's one thing I regret. If I went back in time, I would have told like past me at that time, like, hey, don't quit this. Don't quit. Like, you started this, finished this, and trust me, you, and trust me, I should have said me in the future, trust me, I think you will, you will love the fact that you did, you kept going, and trust me, when you look back at those memories years from now, you'll, let's just say there are some things I would have helped me out a ton. Now, that's, that's regret one, that's regret one, is I didn't take football, the football practice necessarily me quitting slash not taking the, you know, the football training that seriously, conditioning that seriously, because, because I actually, because honestly, if I took it seriously, I would have, I would have them, I would have what you would call the gains, have, I would have had newbie gains going into high school, which... I don't think it would have helped much, but this would have helped me with my second regret, is how I handled me talking to a girl, to one girl, back in, back in my freshman year, and, and, yeah, so, if you don't know, so first day, so first day of freshman year, I understand, I am kind of opening, I'm kind of at that phase, where I'm kind of like an omnivert. In terms, uh, in normally, in most cases, I'm a pure introvert. I am an introvert. I was an introvert. But I did open up and I became like an extrovert when there was like some dances, there was events and stuff, having fun, fun events and stuff, fun, fun events and stuff. And I was like, I had courage. So, heck, there was a time in middle school, actually, my eighth grade. At the end of the year, I actually wrote a song just to spit some game at a at a girl I liked. <laughs> at a girl I liked. Like, and I sang a song in front of the middle eighth, my eighth grade class. If you know, if you are homie and you know, you know. So, if you know the song and if you have it, I don't have it. I, if you know, 
you know. So, so freshman year comes. So freshman year high school comes. And this is where I end up. First day, I end up meeting a girl who pretty much is brand new. And let's say we I meet... I don't want to give her actual name because I do have I do remember her actual name. I'm not gonna give her a real name because I want to keep her anonymous. So, hmm. what do I call this girl? Huh? Okay, let me think for a second. The name here. Let me go look ahead in the name. Let me find a way of coming up with a name. Give me a second here. Let me think of a name here. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Let me think of a name here. think of anything so hmm. oh, okay I didn't got I got one Ada we'll just call her Ada like Ada one like the from the uh, Resident Evil games pretty much fine Asian girl like take that how you will fine Asian girl is well so we'll just call her Ada so so yeah here's a eight now this girl Ada pretty much moved to Japan like literally the day before freshman year started like from Japan she fresh off the plane I don't know how much English she knows so but one of the things is at that time frame I am again like I said I'm an introvert to conversations at the time Trying to open, actually trying to figure out how to do a simple conversation was bad. I, it shouldn't have been that hard to me at that time. It shouldn't have been that hard to strike up a conversation with this girl. Just a simple, just a hello, my name's Jason. Nice, it's nice to meet you. Who are you? Like, who are you? And she would have probably said, gave her her name. And, you know, a simple, nice, like, conversation, you know, talk, pretty much talk in for a few minutes. And it wouldn't have been crazy, right? I made this weird. I couldn't handle, I couldn't talk to this girl. I just somehow couldn't have the courage talking to this girl. I just couldn't do it. It's nuts. And it's nuts. And there's words I could have talked to her forward period where I'm kind of this like there's days I'm like I'm chilling on one and all I'm chilling every side I'm look I'm kind of thinking of like pretending like I'm doing something else and like she's just chilling there chilling standing in the corner and I'm just like I'm like and there's a part of me just like bro why aren't you shooting that and I know it's like and if you were at that time frame I'm like okay come on Jason you can do this just say just walk up and just say hello and just talk. Just say hello 
and just act calm and professional. So, I just couldn't do it. There class, and we actually, there was like, we had shared, we shared one class, there was, we had the same lunch period, and like all that stuff. I just, there was practically multiple opportunities. I could have, you know, at least shot a basic shot at her. Hell, if you want to know, I mean, that was weird. First, like, in terms of, like, the lock arrangements, my freshman year, her locker was right next to mine. So, there was chances, there was chances I could have at least made it simple, awkward, nothing crazy, just said a simple hello. Also, this is how I know I fucked up in this situation. If you want to know something I fucked up in, I was open on... I was talking to my friends to try to open me up, open me up and stuff. And some of them, I think there was a conversation where we talked about my, what our preference are with terms of girls, terms of girls. And somehow, I don't know why, I sold my, sold that I had a preference for Asian girls. <laughs> Like I, I, if you, okay, I was an idiot. I was an idiot. At it. Let's just say, I was a fucking dumbass at that point in time. Let's just say that was the dumbest mistake I ever made because I knew I had a crush on this. I actually had a crush on this girl. I pretty much said I had a thing for Asian girls. So let's just say yes. I had that case of yellow fever, if you know what I'm saying. If you looked at my porn history. Asakira was probably in, probably in like the first five videos. I probably would have, you know, I beat it off to on the hub that day. So there, take that how you will. So take that how you will. So my dumbass kind of said that to some of my friends. Some of them know I had a crush on this girl, and was not. And some of them did not help the situation through. I fucked up. I came off as this weird dude. I came out kind of weird. The only thing that made it worse, and this is, and I mean this was bad. So this is like, it was like, I think, late January, early February. It's like a couple weeks before Valentine's Day, okay? I was, I stayed after school for, I think for tutoring or tutoring or I was chilling after school. I think I had I was chilling after school because I think my dad was picking me up for either tutoring or I had detention or something like like some detention or something because I was like late to classes one too many times or something of some sort okay something of some sort I was I earned that long story short I stayed after school I was staying after school I was chilling by I was actually chilling by the high school gym and on the second floor my uh, my high school. Was on two floors. I now one thing is this girl was on like the freshman. I think either the freshman or JV basketball team that year. So of that year. So understand like the freshman basketball team. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm chilling by like outside by the gym by the gym door. I'm just chilling by a corner. You know, minding my own business, listening to some music, just chilling, just waiting for my. Waiting for my class, waiting for my class to, oh, waiting for my class, waiting for my dad, you know, you know, send a, you know, a little text or a little phone call telling me, hey, I'm outside, come, you can come out to pick me up. 
you can come outside. I'll, you know, meet me him outside the door. You know, around, meet him outside the circle. The circle. I get in the car and pick me up. So I'm just chilling. I'm waiting. I'm waiting around. Waiting around. And one of go gets out, steps outside of the locker room. You know. And she sees me. I look up. I look. Somehow I noticed someone was walking, stepping out. Somehow I was one of the girl, one of the girls, basketball team, who was actually a classmate, who actually was a classmate in broadcasting, class in broadcasting, um, I don't want to give her actual name, so, actually her name, either, so, uh, let's just call her Jackie, like Jackie Briggs in the new Marvel Combat games, so, Jackie sees me, and she ends up, she Sees me and she's like, "Oh crap!" Like in ever at this point, all the people in my freshman class, which was this big ass freshman class, kind of knew I had a thing, I had a crush on her, and they already and I somehow kind of opened up that I told that I was had a thing for Asian had a yellow fever, had a yellow fever, like again, a dumbass, <laughs> opened that shit up, shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have said anything about. Now, yes, I did have a crush on this girl, but I knew at that point I didn't want to do what I did, like, last time, like, you know, see myself on this girl, do, like, I never saw her or some wild shit like I did back in eighth grade. I was, like, coming in, I was, like, look, I'm going to try to, I should have said, yo, guys, look, yes, I got a crush on this girl, but, look, don't try to do anything weird, don't, don't try to do like the song, do, I'm not trying to do like the song stuff or any of that other stuff. I'm kind of want to handle this like a, no, just say hi, try at least learn more about this girl. Try to be at least a good friend and then I'm not saying if it would have ended with me going out with this girl but at least at the end of the year, who knows? Maybe some kind of relationship happens. I'm not thinking of relationship what happened but at least it starts off with friendship, and we actually end up becoming friends. A regular friendship turns into something of our actual moves forward into a relationship. And, you know, we're dating, and who knows? Who knows? I'm not saying that would have happened, but hey. But hey. And at the point in high school, in life, anything can happen. So, so... Just like this year, 2020, anything could happen. So, so that was, I should have told my friends that it what happened was, it just didn't go that way. What happens next is, next is, uh, they actually decided to bring this, uh, sees me. She go runs back into, Jackie sees me in this corner, just chilling, my own business. She, my own business. She goes back into the lock to the girls' locker room. Gets to the girls' locker room, and they bring Ada out. See, she bring Ada out. See, ends up bringing out Ada. Sees me, and I'm like, oh shit! And I'm like, well, fuck! And I'm like, well, but she's embarrassed, and she's like, and it's just like now the next thing I'm coming off is this stalker. Next thing I come off as a stalker, so I and it, it did not help. I should have if there was a thing if I did is there was a chance 
at the last day of my freshman year, I should have like you know walked up into her, walked up to her, and just told her, "Hey, listen, I just want to say I'm sorry for everything, the way this how I've handled myself this year. I am pretty much I'm not the best in terms of talking to people. I'm as I say I'm not I'm not the most confident person in the world. I should have." I should. This shouldn't have happened like this. I apologize. I'm sorry if I came across as the stalker. I'm not that person in real life. I apologize greatly. I'm hope you can forgive me. I honestly want to start off with like a clean slate. I know she was. I honestly didn't know if she was going to be going to be back here next year or she's like moving. And she actually did, which she actually did move. But I at least wanted to like. If at least that case, we try to start off on a clean slate, you know, and move. And that was a case. We move on. We move. And that was a case. I probably would have done one. It was like a nice courtesy bell, Japanese courtesy bell. Like, I was like a, for, like a please forgive me for doing this. Like a please forgive me. And that would have been the case. That would have been the case. Everything was life, life clean. Everything wouldn't be as embarrassing like last time because I could have at least ended that year at least with some redemption quality. But again, I kind of came off as like the soccer and luckily enough, I think by the end of the summer or so, a year or two, it passed and I think everyone forgot it. Everyone forgot it. But for me, I think that first year... The way I handled it myself that first year with her, I came across this as a stalker. I wish I had a chance. If I had a door machine, I wish I actually before I before I at least before I ever tried to make a move with that girl, I should have pulled you know me told Cole past me as I like tell him, okay, like bro, listen before you even think of talking to this girl who, okay, bro. You're about to talk to a girl who pretty much just got off the got off the plane like yesterday, just got off the plane from Japan yesterday. So listen here, son. Come here, son. Listen to me, Jack. Okay. All right. Let's let's think about this through. Okay. Let me let me tell you something about. Okay. Have you ever had like ever done like ever you want to you for trying like doing some squats like Hindu squats you know going up the balls of your feet bringing your arms up and this just. Up this, you know, you don't want to, you want to learn some, learn a great lift like deadlifts, like deadlifts, like you ever tried ground turkey? It's very healthy. It's pretty good. Actually, zucchini. It's very, it's very. You can eat like a pound of it and gain, and pretty much very, and there's very little calories. Like trust me, it's amazing. It's a versatile vegetable. You can cook it in any, in various ways. To make it taste good, <laughs> like, I don't know, pretty much, I should have, like, pretty much, if I had a chance to tell past me, I'm like, listen, you, what you're about to do, I, okay, I get, you might have, look like you have a famous girl, you want to talk to this girl, listen, just, it's just simple, just take a deep breath, stay calm, just walk forward, and just say, hi, just say hello, introduce yourself, just a simple hello, introduce yourself, my name is Jason, what is your name? I am Hannah. How are you? Well, how are, a nice, lovely name. Uh, how are you doing? And 
It just something simple, easy, straightforward to the point. It is simple, easy, easy. You don't have to do any pickup lines. Just simple introduction. Be a friendly person, and just don't be. Just don't come out weird. Just like simple, confident, and trust me. I think if I did it like that, I think simple. Just saying hi, and just being, just try at least be like a nice person, a nice friend. I think I would have, even if I wasn't gonna be in a relationship with this girl. It would have helped out me out in the long run, because I regret it. One hundred, the way I handled that situation, the way I handled that relationship, I one hundred percent regret it to this day, to this day. And that's something I wish, if I had a chance, a redemption. If there was a chance at a redemption, I hope she would at least forgive me now. To uh, Ada, I apologize. I don't think she. Ever watch this video? I don't know if anyone has contact for her. I don't want her to have a contact. But if she sees, if she ever sees this, hey, I apologize dearly for what I did. I fucked up. I fucked up, and I regret the way we met. So, yeah, my apologies. There. Now the third one, and this is something I've talked about a ton. I've talked about my past with escorts, my past, you know, entanglements with escorts of women who, you know, in the sex industry, and let's just say, I'm going to talk about the first one I've met, and this was, I'll just wrap it to you up quick, how did this whole thing, like, begun? Well, this game, this was coming out at the tail end of my freshman year at college. It was just after, uh, just after Valentine's Day. I was kind of in that, and this is me, is at that phase where whoever's cold and cold, all this stuff of love and all the, the hearts and all that shit, and I'm just like, I'm in the room crying, I'm in the room in the room just by myself listening to damn listening to Drake wrapped my wrapped in a hoodie listening to the listen to Marvin's room by Drake on a hundred you know just thinking just thinking to myself man I wish I could find a girl girl but I'm just I was I kind of was in that introvert phase lucky enough when I was in college that one thing I one silver lining about my freshman year of college, I took a public speaking class, which actually helped me out a ton. Which is why one of the things is this helped me. This is why I do this channel to this day, because I enjoy talking. I can enjoy talking, and it helps me out with communication, with communicating with you guys, and it's a great thing. It helps me out a lot, and it helps me open up a ton. So, helps me open up a ton. So, helps me open up a ton. So. I'm coming off the tail end of this. I'm afraid of talking to girls. I'm afraid of talking to girls. I didn't know what to do in this scenario. So one of my friends told me, Bro, try Tinder. So you should try Tinder. Bro, you should try Tinder. I'm like, Tinder, which is like, if you don't know, Tinder, which is the dating app. Dating app Tinder. Use Tinder. 
My thing is like the swiping, you know, swiping right. Basically just swiping right until you just find a girl. I... One thing about Tinder, there are millions of users. And I think of many users, some have probably deleted the app, have used the app for like a month, gave up on it, and never deleted it, and never deleted it. So that profile, you probably, it's just there. And I think it was just swiping right until you find a match. And here's one of the things about matches. Nine times out of ten matches, out of ten, nine out of every ten matches you have, nine, those, all of them are probably robots. Or some form, in some situation or form, a robot. That is trying to get you to sign up to either some type of campsite or some other dating site, which basically makes you pay a bill, basically some crazy bill, in order to talk to, talk do the most basic thing, like, which is talking, which is messaging to the girls who, you know, want to match up with you, and then when you match, and then if you match up with those girls, which they pretty much send you to another dating site. And it's this weird rabbit hole where practically just, next thing you know, you practically just spent probably your whole life savings to find a girl, find some pussy, and then one time, and you actually find a pussy you are looking for, you might catch AIDS, or this bitch might be crazy. So, might be crazy. And you might be fucking a crazy bitch, which, which is number one rule about dating. Never stick your dick in crazy. In crazy. Even if she is the hottest, if she is a 10, a 99 out of 10, don't stick your dick in fucking crazy, fellas. Don't do it. <laughs> do not cra- Don't do it. It ain't worth the risk. <laughs> so. So. Moving on. So. What happens is, after a few months of swiping right at Western, finding little to no luck, and trying, when I got back home from college, got back home from Western, came back home from Louisville, to Louisville, from Western, I actually swiped right. I was swiping. I was swiping. And I ended up, I didn't find anything, uh, I didn't find, uh, and I couldn't find anything. Eventually, I was like, I got one of those bots try to get me to do one of those dating sites, those off-brand, off like, dating sites. So, there was a part of me where it's just like, you know what, you know what, fuck it. If I, if I get one of these bots, and if it get me into doing, if it get me to go to one of these off-brand sites to meet a girl... I'll just, I'll sign up to it. So, I'll sign up to it. So, I saw I brought on a bot. They had this off, had to sign up to this off-brand. I decided, you know what? Bet. I'll, I'll sign up to this right now. Screw it. Screw it. Make it a, pro, make a profile. Pay a little extra money. I had a little extra money inside because actually at this point, I think I'm starting to work at UPS at the time. So, it's, so I had a little extra bread 
if you don't know, at that point in time, this is that phase where I actually had a summer job at UPS. Job at UPS. Uh, my initial plan was working there for the summer. Was working there for the summer. I was taking a couple of classes at JCC during the day to actually pass to air. There's a thing where if I took a couple of classes, I passed both of them, passed them. I can go back to Western, no problem. And my plan was pretty much make some bread for the couple of months, for the couple of months off, for the three months off, pass those classes, make some bread for the three months till school time to go back to Western. Now, quit the job, get my money, get my bread, and leave. Use that extra bread, use whatever little extra bread I can, pretty much apply to do another student loan, and spend every year Western, and probably at that point, I was really going to focus on getting that degree, you know, focus on that degree, that degree. So, I ended up, so I decided to go on to this, use this, uh, you know, this profile, and you now I am looking at these girl, at some girls. There was one older woman, and well, and some women that are like you know, like online, a good chunk of the time. We're mostly like these older women, most of these older women. And I mean, so I came across this one profile, one profile, and this is where we we meet, we meet. Uh. Let's call her Anne Vivian. Like, let's talk, and I think, and not like the second one, the light skin one. We're talking the dark skin Anne, Anne Vivian. So, Anne Vivian, the OG. So, the OG one. Take that how you will. So, yeah. At that point, we end up, I end up chatting with her. I end up chatting with her. And I end up chatting with her. I end up chatting with her. We end up chatting, we're talking, you know, I pretty much tell her I'm like a college, I'm just a college student. I'm like, I'm also a vir I'm like, I tell her I'm like a virgin and like stuff like that. And it was like, my things is like, you know, wanted to like, well, why don't I help you like, and like, let me teach you some things. And I'm like, I was like, and it was like, you know, we were into this like date and then, you know, she's like, okay, it's cool. Like, it's cool. And I didn't read the signals. And where she said she was like fifty dollars, at just also bring make sure you bring fifty dollars, and I'm like, I was thinking like okay for like a, okay like fifty bring fifty dollars for like a day like maybe we're just going okay bring fifty dollars like probably have some for like maybe have some dinner and then and then you know for dinner or something like and then have her fun. <laughs> no, like turns out that was that's how I knew okay this is an okay. This was an escort. I didn't think about it at the time. Never. I didn't know this was an escort. I didn't think about it first. So I was like. I was like. She sends me an ad. We actually exchanged our actual numbers. We actually did exchange our actual numbers later on. So we exchanged our actual numbers. We decided to meet like a Saturday. On a Saturday. And at her place. And her place was. All the way across the city was all across the city. I live at the time. I was living with my parents. I moved back in with my mom and stepdad, who pretty much, let's just say, which my dad somehow found a way of convincing my stepmother at that time. At that time, me and her pretty much ended up getting a fight like towards the end of my first 
semester of my senior year of high school. Let's just say, let's just say my dad has emergency surgery. I end up getting a, and while he was in the hospital, prepping or prepping for his emergency surgery, spinal surgery, me and my stepmother got over a fight, over like me taking a nibble of a couple bites of food. It's ended up being on my fight. This is also a time where I didn't know how to cook for shit. I didn't know how to cook my own meals and stuff. My own meals and stuff. Because I... Basically, the only thing I knew was pretty much how to fry an egg and put you in the microwave. That was pretty much all my... Like, all the stuff I knew. And if I actually needed food and there was nothing really I could go... I just pretty much hit up. I just hit up good old Domino's. I just hit up good old Domino's. I just hit up good old Domino's. Switch was. So yeah, that was pretty much my. Uh, that was basically my thing at the time. But so she lived in this one place in the western part of the city, western part of the city. Now, is now, if you want to know my experience about hooking up with multiple people, multiple uh people escorts in the city if there are way if there are levels of if you want to know eh, where's the best what's the best ideas if you want to go see a provider at their location one thing i don't recommend is and this is pretty much my personal opinion and i think it's a great good opinion never go to any any escort whose business operates in the western or the southern end of the city. Let's just say those two areas. Because the chances are one of few things will happen. A, you might, you might, you pretty much might be dealing with a girl who might, might be either A, selling drugs and or using the money to buy drugs or might be on drugs. So... On drugs. On drugs. So she also might have a pimp. So I have, might have a pimp. Where so one of few things could happen. A, you might be dealing with a girl. Who might be dealing with a, with a girl who might be coked out. Might be on some meth or some shit. You might you might catch him. You probably catch some shit. Maybe the pimp might come in, might come bust through, and he might have a gun, might have a gun, so, gun or some type of weapon, so, there was a lot of things. A lot of things. Only thing is, at the time, if there is, if there is some things I regret, one of the things is, I should have told my friends prior, like, A, like, I end up going, I end up going on Tinder, I ended up swiping right on a pod. I decided to you know, go on this dating site and actually, and I ended up meeting an older woman myself. She wanted me to meet her. Like, I should have told my friends the whole story. So it's like, do well. I'm probably sure my friends, if they knew about this, I'm probably sure they probably would have told me like, bro, don't hook up with this girl. Don't hook up with this woman. Don't risk it and don't try it. At that point, I'm like, look, at that point, my, my mind, I'm pretty much thinking, my mind's kind of telling me no, but my body pretty much took over control. My dick took over. 
and let's just say my dick was like, I let's just say at that point in time, my dick was just telling me, I want to fuck. It's time to fuck and fuck. I'm like, like pretty much. Listen, if scientists were around, like, how do you know you're ready to fuck? I'm like, I just know I need to. It, I, I know it is fuck time. So. Yeah, that's what happened. I was so pretty much my mind was telling me this. If I had a chance of going back to that situation, I would have told him, A, guys, I met this older woman on a dating site that is not Tinder. Uh, turns out she's an escort. I'm thinking of doing this. Doing this. So I'm a, before I pull up to her location, if I feel like there's a chance that it is suspect. And if there's something, if I feel like this is something that I would regret later, I could, re I would regret later. Or I feel like this is something that sh I, where I feel like there's a chance I could get hit with, like, say, allegations or some shit could happen. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call one of you. And I want you to make me understand why this was a bad idea. And I think this woman... Now, I think the woman did have an I was have an idea that a this is bad timing was bad timing because the place she was at let's just say was a was a drug <laughs> was the house that probably runs an operation. Let's just say a, a drug operation. Let's just say I don't know much. Like this is if I look, if we looked at that house, if I looked, remember looking at that house, the way everything looked at that time frame, all screamed at the top of my lungs, trap house, definite trap house. Like the keys of like a trap house, like the yard is kind of is never been you know mowed. There's like weeds everywhere. Out the door looks like it's there's barely looks like it's barely a door. Like the living room is like it just has like a bunch of stuff all over, like drugs and weed and lean and probably some shit all around. Kitchen looks mess looks like a mess. The bath the bedroom like the actual room I hooked up with this girl hooked up with this girl pretty much was in this room and it looked sketchy as hell I'm like I realized all of this was was just a hell like no I knew and this girl pretty much kind of sent a thing to me saying hey this was a bad idea at that point in time when I looked at the house location and Google Maps and everything else I even realized at that point yeah I shouldn't have done it at that time uh, at that point, my mind kind of was telling me no, but my dick, I'm like, like, I was telling myself, telling my dick, like, bro, abort the mission, abort the mission. I'm like, let's go. It is fuck time. And I'm like, all right, you, you, you feeling big? You got heart? Let's go in there. So that's where that, my, that my dick was leading the charge. My balls were pretty much just chanting, Rudy. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. So I just, so, yeah, I ended up hooking up. So yeah. Now did I do? Now 
I got a perfect girl. Did I actually do like full blown like did I do like full do like the full penetration like my penis inside of vagina? No. I ended up doing oral which if you wanna know me when regards of going which is regards one thing I love more than anything is going down on women, so is enjoying going downstairs. So let's just say this. And let's just say that's something I enjoyed to do. So let's just say this. Let's just say that is something I enjoy doing a ton. If you wanna know me and my ex my why what my preferences one of my preferences are is pretty much my uh me hooking up with a visa with a visa escort if you want to know my experience what I like when I'm having sex with women um having sex so is I enjoy going down on a beautiful woman so enjoy having given a girl oral pleasure than receiving because as I received oral sex I was in two sec I like two seconds I was like two seconds I could not handle now I did. Now she did put a condom. I think she did put a condom on, and gave me head, which is, gave me head, and uh, yeah, it was it was all right. It wasn't something I'm. It wasn't probably not would. I wouldn't be proud of. It wasn't something I'm proud. It wasn't something I was proud of. So I did the thing. So I did this thing, and then I'm pretty much try. No, I'm getting dressed and pretty much about to go ahead and leave, and this got and. The guy in there, I guess, who she says is her cousin, who he said was her cousin, and, uh, was her cousin, um, cousin, he tried talking me into, you know, trying to go in for another session, for another round, you know, another session, for another session, you know, and, you know, Try like you know, get some penetrate. You know, try to go back in there, at least learn how to like you know do some penetration. And this guy convinced me, and then somehow the first thing he is he tries at least tries to teach me a lesson in watching this on how to like you know fuck a girl. And I'm like, this dude gets naked, puts a condom on, and I'm like. I'm not sure about this. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I should have backed out of this. I'm like, I should have realized, yeah, I think I should get the fuck out of here. Make an excuse, like, oh, I need to go. Actually, I need to go. I'm actually, I take some, I'm taking summer classes right now. I got a paper I actually need to write, and I kind of need to go. I need to go, and eventually, like, she notices I'm, I shouldn't, I do not want to be here anymore. I've seen enough as it is. And he, he actually lets me go. Like, there was like a third woman who, I guess we'll call, uh, Shirley, I guess. I'll, we'll just call her Shirley. She ends up, she drives me over, she drives me over to action stops at a bank so I can get this money, get some money out of the bank where I pretty much pay like 
wherever I had to pay, wherever I had to pay, like, whatever I had to pay to them, or I paid them, and by the time this, by the time the, by the time I actually got out of there, by the time I, at the end of that day, I ended up having like 120 bucks in my, on my car, and my bank account, to like, 120 something and some change, to basically that change that day, so, let's say they had a number, we had a number, there was, it was a couple times we talked, she actually asked, like, she actually went up as a bar, if I could, she bought, buy 20 bucks, where she, I guess, she used that to buy a burner phone, she used to buy a burner phone, buy, she used to buy one of those burner phones, never one of those burner phones, you know, because this girl is probably part of a drug dealing operation, so, drug dealing operation, how to end that relationship, there was a time where I think we kind of agreed one time in the future of getting a hotel room and actually doing this where I'm usually all which if I recommend, if there's an idea, which I should have done at the time, if I was going to do this, do this in a hotel room and at some hotel room somewhere. I don't think anywhere far away, but something close and not too expensive and not too expensive. I, and I would have had my, had a session. I feel comfortable. We're in the hotel. I feel comfortable, and everything would have been would have been fine, and everything would have been like a okay. Nothing felt would have felt weird or uncomfortable. Everything would have been perfect. Like everything would have been like Gucci. Everything would have been good. Now how? Now if I ever talked to this girl, the last time I ever talked to this girl was month was a couple months later. She ends up getting. She ends up going to jail. I think for some, for something, she ends up going to jail for uh, something, and this like and like Shirley calls me up, tell her like you know like her friend is in jail, and she's asking if I could help bail her out. I could help bail her out, and I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, how much is like bail or bail money? And it was like some crazy price, which I didn't even have. I didn't even have. I didn't have that type of money. And I'm just like, there's no way I can. And at that point, I just realized, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to. I'm not doing this. So, I pretty much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, tell Viv. Well, tell Vivian. I bet. Tough luck. Tough luck. I'm actually going. I got some. I'm doing my own. I'm doing my own shit right now, because I didn't. I failed out of summer classes because I failed out of. I think I passed one class because I kind of. I passed one class. The only thing I failed was like this English writing course, and like the teacher who ran the class was like the head of the writing department, and she wanted to do a ton of pre-writes and bullshit and. I just said towards the end of the year, I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not going to deal with this shit. And I don't feel like dealing with... I don't think I'm going to go back to Western. Deal with Western. Deal with Western. So I decided to take 
that's why I stuck with UPS. If you're wondering why I'm gonna say how I'm gonna been UPS for four years, four plus years, and didn't go back to Western or gone back to college. Well, well, I still went to school for at JCC for like another year, year and a half or so. And after trying to pass some classes, do actual classes and stuff, there was a point I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I can't. I, I, I just said, you know what? Fuck school. <laughs> Fuck school. Fuck school. I'm gonna, I'm just pretty much just working at UPS and just, you know, work at UPS, you know, and pretty much make career and pretty much just move on and just, so... Yeah, my thing. So after that, never talk to Vivian ever again. I decided to delete that file, that profile off the off that dating site. And actually, I tried. And I also, then like a while back, I decided. You know what? After like, then a year later, I somehow decided. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go back to that dating site. Go try that dating site again. Create a whole new profile. So I had to create a whole new profile. And her site was still... And her, that same profile was still there. I decided to view... So I see if a profile was there. And it was like the same thing and everything. Same. But was the same. And she hits me. And, and she sends... She ends up sending a message to me. On that new profile. To my new profile saying... Hey, it's been a while. I'm like, and I'm like thinking to myself, you know what? Nah, screw it. I deleted that profile too. Never got on that side again. And I made sure on she. I think she's still blocked. I still blocked that number. I am not. I don't think she's used any of her uh, phone numbers to call me or text me or anything like that. Years later, whatever. And at that point in time, would I ever go back to? Okay, up with that girl again. No, I even now I have twenty four. I'm realized I'm twenty four, and she's like in her. She's like in her fifties, in her fifties, like close to sixties. Like she's around my stepmother's age at that point. I'm like, I'm not gonna hook up with some woman like that anymore. Like that's that's too messy. My age range is like twenty one to forty. 45-ish. Like, if you're 46 and above, like, at that point, like, ma'am, like, ma'am, you can't, you you should give up on the searching. Like, you should give up on the searching. Just, if you find, it, just stick to the 46 and over people. 46 and over. 46 and over women. Just try to find the 46 to over and over people, over men. Just, and just, make just find one guy and just you don't have to marry him you don't have to date him but you can at least just be in a relationship of some kind just be in a nice relationship with him and that he can be your soulmate just nah just after that experience yes now the other experience of this course I think there was some were actually better were actually much better later on Others were much better. Now, we're much better. The one, now the one I regret. Now, no for one I regret, and this is, and actually, this happened in this exact same room. <laughs> this happened 
this exact room. And I can tell you guys, and this is actually, and you know where I remember I talked about, you know, Louisville losing to LSU that same day. <laughs> yeah, let's just say L wasn't the only one who took an L that day. So, now that day. So, this is what happened that day of, the day of that, that day. So, so, this is a day I, this is at the time where I was also starting to take competitive Smash very seriously. A Smash 4, I went to a Smash 4 tournament. I went to, I played in this Smash 4 tournament, and uh, it was, I ended up playing a Smash 4 tournament in the Highlands, in the Highlands, at this one spot. It was, if you heard, it was at the comics, at this comic book store called Heroes Comics and Gaming. It was this Smash tournament, little like one of those monthly uh, Smash tournaments they have in a, during a month, and it's like, and usually you have like some pe- have players from not just players. You got your local players, and you got players, some players from Lexington. You got some players from like some Eastern Kentucky, some players from maybe from WKU come through, some players from Southern Kentucky, and some players from Indiana pull up. From Indiana and a couple player and a player or two from Ohio, and a player or two from Ohio, pull up. That's usually how, uh, and that's usually how those tournaments be, those monthly tournaments. And you know, I, uh, me, I wasn't that good. One thing is, these guys had more, more time in that game than I did. And I did, and they took, they do like their research into the game very seriously, like in terms of like say, frame data, doing frame data, knowing, like, what's the best way of playing that matchup against Marth, against the characters I played, which was 99%, 99 99.9% of the time, my man Marth, my man Marth, Marth, and my man Marth, and from, and I never, and I did uh, of course, I didn't do good. I think I only, I mean, of all the sets I played, I think it was like, I played five sets in this uh, round robin pool. I think I won one game out of the entire set. Of the entire set. Now, don't get me wrong, it took, I have had, a, I've had occasions where I actually won an actual game. I actually have won a game. I actually have won an actual game. I have taken a game off. Of one player before, I've taken a game, one game, won a game. And I've actually won one or two sets before, so I am capable of winning a tournament set. Let me take a sip of water. So I was capable, but I just it was the heart, my heart, the heart of the cards was not there for me, so. I was eliminated, so I played some friendlies and then played some friendlies and like watched the tournament for a bit and then the tournament was kind of starting near its end and I'm like I kind of know that at that point it was like I can either a watch the grand finals or watch the finals of a tournament or watch or play some more friendlies, play some more friendlies, learn more about the game. Me, I kind of was starting to get tired, tired and. At that point, I was starting to get tired, and I just said, "You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go back to the crib, 
back to the crib. And I decided to go back to the crib. I said, go back to the crib. I'm gonna go back to the crib. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take a bus back to the crib. Because the bus I took, luckily enough, one of the buses in the Highlands, there's a bus in the Highlands, which is the 40 bus, the 40 Tark bus, would have taken me from the Highlands back to right around where I lived at in J near the High Spore J Town area. So, and pretty much, when I get off the bus, all I just gotta do is cross the street, go through like McMahon, like the McMahon Shopping Center. And I walked back to where I'm at, to my parents' place. My parents' place here. Now, one of the things I decided to do, since I had like a little extra, I had a little extra money because this was, you know, I worked my first peak season. I worked my first peak season. Peak season. I had a little extra money in the banks. I had a little extra money in the bank. So, one of the things that what came in my mind was. And my mind was, why don't we? Why don't I go in? I pick up an escort, and uh, I said, you know, I'm gonna search help an escort on the back page. They're saying, also at the time, my my father, no one was at home. My stepmother was either on a trip with her like little group, with a group she's in, like the group she's in, and my dad's like doing some stuff or working with my working with a neighbor of mine working with a neighbor of mine making some extra money doing some errands and so I had I knew that place I knew the home I knew I had a place to myself I had a place to myself and I said to myself you know what I'm a bring girl over here I'm a I'm a good escort up I'm a pay for an, I'm gonna go for pay for an escort so pay for an escort pay for an escort Favorite escort. Uh, so I paid for his escort, and paid for his escort. We'll call. Hmm. And let's just call her Vanessa. We'll just call her Vanessa from uh, what's it? Campfires. And if you ever played Campfire, if you Campfires, if you don't, if you are a fighting game player, if you know, let's just say fine. A single mom, a single mom, who can punch really hard, who can punch really hard. So, punch very hard. A definite waifu. It is also definite waifu material. So, material. So, so, um, let's just say. So I pay. So I hit uh Vanessa over. So I call up. Call, send a text to Vanessa, asking her like, "Hey, are you available for? Are you available?" As she's available, she was. I gave her his address. I gave her. I told her like, "Oh, I want to do like this alcohol for an hour," which, according to her ad on Backpage, if you if you don't know what Backpage is, it was if you want if you were want to make sure you had a if you're definitely gonna get want to pay for some sex. And you know it can be just, or it's, and you know this in your society that, you know, would be the hookup. Backpage got you, my boys. Backpage was the goat in terms of getting the escorts back in the day. It's no longer existence, but it was, it was the thing. It was the go-to side if you wanted to, you know, find an escort for, 
for at least one night and find an escort for that one night or that one night or one hour or whatever time you want to spend with an escort so I pay so everything was like a hundred bucks for like an hour for an hour to an alcohol which is her coming her coming from her location to your location it was hundred bucks from her location to your location and it was a hundred bucks so I paid a hundred bucks I paid a hundred bucks to this girl so I ended up so she said so the alcohol no I stop at the bank get the I get a quick hundo out no I stop at the bank get that quick hundo out hundred out of the ATM go back to the crit I go back to the hotel I go back to the hotel no I go back to my I go back to parents place I get there on time I get there on time I get there on time Ooh, make chair I'm making sure that that place is there no is no one and I repeat no one home in the basement make sure no one was home now I pretty much even make make sure I yell up there's like anybody home like I'm like anybody home so it was definitely empty so, definitely empty this scene was perfect I had the money ready and the money ready had a couple con had the condoms had a couple condoms uh, knuckly bucket bought a box of condoms had the condoms ready to go had a couple condoms ready to go you know ready to have do this hour do an hour do an hour so do an hour so ready for his hour session I'm thinking I got I think an hour is perfect time perfect because I think this and who knows because um and this depends on the escorts Depends on the escort, but I say this: if you spend an hour all for, if you're if you spend an hour on escort, the chances are is you got two, you pretty much get two rounds. Basically, like first, you know, if you're someone who busts, like so, if you're someone like me who was 20 years old, didn't have a ton of sex, not much experience, you're gonna bust if you bust in a couple minutes. You got at least a free a few minutes to like relax, talk. You can probably t maybe talk to this girl, maybe suck a tit, you know, maybe do a little, you know, neck kissing, maybe some titty grabbing, which is some some titty grabbing, nip sucking titties, like sucking titty, like pretty much having at least doing at least having some fun doing at least a little foreplay, do a little foreplay, a little foreplay, and then when. Then when Lil U is ready to go for round, then when Lil U down there is ready for round two, you get that second session. You get that second round in. You probably you probably last a little longer. You pretty much last longer, longer. By the time you get done, you at least got that. You kind of got close to the hour you got. You pretty much got that hour. You get dressed. It works. You pretty much you leave the girl out to the door. Everything's good, right? That was the that was all I thought at that point. That's all I thought with this game this award. So not this or not this one. So No. She's in the sex, she's here, she knocks on the door. I lay her I lay her in, I introduce myself, pay her the money I lay her upstairs, pay her the money, we get she she's she's on the strip down and I'm like, so what do 
just, uh, I'm thinking, what do I do? She tells me to get naked. She tells me to lay on bed. She does. And she does. I do. I lay on the bed. And I end up getting head. Also, and now, for pro now I've hooked up with a couple prior. Before I've gotten head, they would put a condom on and I would receive head. Now, this girl didn't do that. So, I end up starting to get... I end up getting head raw. First time I ever got raw head. And I will say this. That experience was different. Because <laughs> that was a different experience. I will say this. Raw head in head with a condom on. Head without a condom on. For raw head, you can tell there's a definite difference. Between raw head, <laughs> raw head and I was... And it was a different experience. A different sensation. Because you're pretty much... You're just feeling tons of saliva, everything. You're feeling the actual girl, you know, giving you that that head. And this is something that happened for like a good two, three minutes. And next thing I know, I bust. <laughs> so I bust. Do three minutes. Like after, so I'm getting this head. I'm like, I'm like, well, okay. That, okay, that happened. So I'm thinking to myself, okay. Maybe she's like, okay, maybe she'll like, maybe let me have a turn. Maybe there's maybe a little 69 action, you know, 69 action. You know, something I was thinking I get to do, you know, have a little fun with her. I might have some fun with her. Right? Nope. She gets dressed. She merely, she, she had, she had, I think, leggings. She had like on probably a, just a tank top and a tank top. And maybe a jacket. She puts puts that shit. She gets puts the leggings back. Immediately puts the leggings back on. Immediately puts the jacket back on. And she's like, "Whoop! I'll see you later." I'm like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "I'm kind of like looking at her like, what the fuck? Is that it? Like, yeah, well, you just came. Like, that's pretty much it." And I'm like, "I," and I'm looking at her like, "Bitch, I just paid a hundred dollars for an hour." And I just buzzed like two minutes in. We got at least another 15 minutes. Like, I'm not expecting you to do. I mean, I don't want you to stay and we just talk and stuff. I'm like, can at least. I mean, I'm just looking at this shit like, really? Like, really? You're gonna like just give me head? I bust a nut, practically in your mouth. And you just going to just leave. If I wanted to just get head from a girl, I would pay you for just the simple, like, like quick, quickie session. For a simple quickie. For a simple, like, quickie. For, like, a quickie. And for a simple quickie. For, like, a quickie. I'll pay for an hour. I'm expecting the 60 minutes. I pay for like 60 minutes. I'm expecting at least close to 60 minutes. Like 45, 50 minutes. Like for this session. And you're going to leave me just. You're just going to give me head. And you're just. Like. I'm not going to get any. I can't get anything else. I, I can't get. I, you know what I mean? I can't get anything else out of this. You're telling me like. Well my. My dick recovers 
has a, yeah, a few minutes to recover, and while that's going on, we couldn't, like, you know, I can like, you know, kiss your neck, maybe suck a titty, <laughs> maybe suck, like, you you're, you let me, you can't let me, like, you know, like, touch a titty, maybe suck a titty, maybe suck a titty, you know, even if you're not cool with oral sex, maybe I could have done at least a little fingering, fingering, have a little fun, get you warmed up, then when, then when nut two, when I'm on Ray, when round two Ray, all of these ready for round two, I got that, I'm ready to go, I'm locked, loaded, ready to go, put the condom on, I can go, you just, but no, you're just gonna leave me here, in this bed, in this very bed, mind you, brought her up to my room, to this bed, to this very bed, that, this camera is on, this camera, the microphone's on, just, nope, she leaves, I'm just, she just leaves, like, runs out the door, leaves the door, and I'm just like, this bitch really took a hundred bucks from me, really took a hundred bucks from me, really took a hundred, really, I just got a, I just got a hundred dollars, I just paid a hundred dollars for an hour of literal uh, actual sex, and all I got was a, was two minutes of head. <laughs> Like the fuck, anybody? And listen, if you're and if you are an escort of any way, shape, or form, if you do any form of sex work, listen. I, I please listen. If I, if you, if you, if a dude spends money for an hour, and if he busts it in the, like the first five minutes, I at least I say this: let him get that. Let him like. Give him time to recover. Give him less, have a chance to recover, and let him have that. Let him get a courtesy round two, out of courtesy. Cause less, like least, like listen. If we're we are spending your money, we're spending money for your for our not for our satisfaction, but we kind of want to feel like we're trying to make you feel sad. My thing was I kind of wanted to make this a mutual thing. Like, look, I'll pay you. You. You help you satisfy me by making me come. I satisfy you by at least trying to make you come in ways you never done before. Satisfy you in ways you may have never been satisfied before. So that was kind of how I was picturing this. Nope, she just like she gave me two minutes head and dips. <laughs> like it was that's how that's how bad it was. I immediately blocked her and I just said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pretty much just telling the girls. I just tell... Any girl I hooked up from that point forward, I pretty much just told her, like, straight up, Hey, I prefer being, like... I kind of prefer it. Charge. Being, like, a charge. Take it. Like, some having some control. Which is pretty much me, is that I'm pretty much gonna... Like, I'm leading the foreplay. I'm leading the foreplay. And then, when I have my fun... You pretty much can. I can just either a just go straight to the fucking, or you just give me head. So, or you give me head. One of the two things, or you just give me head. One of the two things. So, where it depends on what I'm feeling at that point. And that's all I kind of map out when it comes to that. In regards to that, so that and uh, 
And yeah, um, but yeah, I, but that's a, that's a bonus thing I would write in terms of the only escort stuff I would have done is pretty much one, not to go over the first escort at a trap house and be a part of her kind of low key help with her operation, drug deal operation. And yeah, I ended up spending a hundred bucks on a bitch that gave me like two minutes of head. Two things I regret 110%. Alright. So, I think we got one... I think we may have one more thing to do. I think we might do... I think we will... I think I'll probably ask... Answer one more question if there is any. If there is any. Um, uh, maybe... Maybe do one more thing, you know, and, uh, do, uh, one more thing, and, uh, and, uh, one more thing, and, uh, I think we'll, uh, and then I think that'll be the end of this episode, and everything is, now, before I go, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, probably hit stop on the video real quick, because this thing, after three hours, pretty much stops itself, so I'm gonna do it right quick, because I'm at two minutes forty-nine right now so i'm gonna stop it right here and then i'm probably gonna you know the end this maybe do one more question or maybe maybe uh i uh i don't know maybe one more question one more thought or last thought in my head and then we'll end the podcast anyways you guys are watching episode number 19 of the Money talks podcast on youtube and on soundcloud don't go anywhere folks We'll be right back to end this podcast. Don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back. Alright, we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with episode 19 of the J Money Talks podcast. And, uh, so we are about to get into the end of this. Uh, we're going to get to the end of this. I think we're going to go into the last thought of the episode and... My last thoughts. And, um, I think the last thoughts is probably, what are my goals for the future of, I guess, the channel? Like, I guess, let's talk about the goals of the future of the channel, and I think me and myself. Myself. So, my goals for the channel is, we get this bad boy at least, uh, YouTube partner. I think the big thing is, whoops. <laughs> That was my phone. Right now, I think we're good. But I noticed like a few scratches on this protector, on this uh, screen protector actually. So, I can say this. The screen protector is doing its job. It's actually doing its job. So, phone's still intact and I can still resell this thing when I actually, when it's time for me to actually upgrade. I got five more installments, I think, left on it. So, uh, take that as you will. So, take that as you will. So, anyways, my goal for this channel is to get, is pretty much to get this thing partnered. Get this profane, get this bad boy partnered. Which is, which is, if you don't know, how you, if you're wondering, how do I make this, make any money, how do you make money off of YouTube or 
off of YouTube or anything. If you don't know, the main thing is how to get this thing on YouTube is, I think in, a, in 12 months, one year, the goal is to A, gain 1,000 subscribers and four and people watch your videos for a total of, in the span of 12 months, 4,000 hours of public watch hours. So far in the 12, in these past 12 months, so far, so far, as of current moment, I'm at 11 subscribers, subscribers on YouTube, and the number of watch hours on YouTube is at 7 hours. The goal of, basically, I plan on at least making more content, actually, the J. Money Talks podcast channel won't be just podcasts. I think with time passes, as time is going on, I'm going to try at least do more content. I think one of these is, I might try to do more skits, do some more skits. Uh, do some more, maybe more skits. I think one thing is, maybe go back on some old videos, like some of those older videos from back in the day, and maybe do more of a nicer, more of a more better in-depth video, more better in-depth videos, especially, uh, so one video I did was the, was probably the, was probably the, I think, the, uh, Cincinnati Bengals video. Cincinnati Bengals video. I think really give do a better dive into that one, especially what's been going on, especially considering the most recent events. Recent events. <coughs> Joe Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Take a sip of water here. Refreshing. And I think another thing is probably do maybe go back to the old WWE pay-per-view reactions. I think this time around, I think I would have done it better. I think this time around, instead of like, I do a reaction, maybe do a commentary, do maybe do some commentary to it, and maybe I might do, try to do it live, an actual live video, like an actual live stream, actual live stream. I think this time around, when I do them again, I will probably have it have something hooked up to a computer, do a live reaction to it, and, uh, do a live reaction, and, like, live reaction, like, commentary reaction type of video, and I think it would have been, uh, I think the video would have been amazing, I think, I don't know how well I would, would do it, if you guys are interested in seeing that, I can definitely help you out, because I can explain some, because I actually watch, because of, also, if you guys want to see me do actual reaction videos to some stuff, I would, I could do it. Like, if you got any like, suggestions or anything, like, maybe we could do a music video reaction. Maybe we'll do a music video reaction. Maybe we'll do some, I think I kind of want to do a reaction video. Especially if it's, like, especially one thing is, like, say, fighting games. I, especially me, in terms of video game releases, any games that make me want to be, like, yo, I'm ready for, I want to play. I'm ready I'm excited to like play and then this can help me out with like I do reaction to this and then if you guys want to see gameplay you can go to the gaming channel which I plan on bringing that back in 2021. I just gonna do that's one of the things is buying a new gaming computer desktop a new gaming computer 
like a built, maybe a new built one. Maybe a new, uh, new built one, like built, new built one, which probably won't cost an arm and a leg, but something that is going to get the job done. Something that will get the job done. And, uh, yeah, I think that's one thing. I think one, another thing I want to do is also do more, maybe do some videos of my workout, my fitness training, because right now, something I kind of want to do is actually go back is actually do like show my fitness journey because I do plan on 2021 even I don't know hanging on how 2021 goes I'm planning on at least going ahead and even if if gyms close back up again I'll, I'll find a way of doing this which is my body weight and going in with everything anything and everything I got <laughs> If any and everything I got to the best of my abilities, I'm going in hard in the paint. Okay, that is my that would be my plan going forward in terms of workouts. So, in terms of workouts, so that might be that might be videos we might do, and uh, yeah, I think pretty much I think start the you know a little brand. I say in terms of like if I have a I have a thing of subscribing to fan base to you guys who I think you guys are. I can tell you guys are members of my personal club, which is probably the Money Club, baby. In the Money Club, baby, it's just uh, you know, that's I kind of that's what I called uh, that's what I called my uh, subscriber, my uh, followers, and on Twitch on uh, Twitch, my followers back on Twitch, which was the Money Club, and I think that's pretty much what I call you. I can you guys you guys are pretty much members of the money club and then I think when we and uh the moment we actually I think we do twitch I will do definitely do twitch again and I'm gonna try at least doing this try at least go back try at least build the following and work to being like that partner and doing like the sub stuff especially and try to do like say uh maybe some monthly subathon or something like that and try to build uh build a fan base there build a build a rebuild that fan base again you know rebuild that fan base and just playing uh probably playing a bunch of games like some value games maybe some in maybe some 2k maybe some stuff other cases we might use the twitch channel maybe use the twitch channel to like do like our live live reaction to some stuff and uh, a couple other things and uh some other stuff, maybe like we actually react to anime. We watch an some anime episodes of an anime or something, or maybe read, maybe watch some, or maybe watch a, maybe do a, maybe watch like some cartoon or some, watch something and react to something like something about it. Like it's react to something like it about it because actually that's something I want to do. I think one thing is in the future we might actually do. I might start the. My Star J Money Patreon. I don't know much about Patreon, so but if there is but if we do it, I'm uh I'll let you guys know if that's a future plan I'll do some Patreon stuff. Maybe I'll do like a maybe a and I might do some stuff on Patreon where maybe you guys see the crit you might see like the more fun side, maybe see the some of the uncensored stuff. I won't show you don't show and uh and a few other things, you know, who knows? Uh that's pretty much the plan there. Uh, for me, uh, now that's like that's my plans for the channel. 
not just on YouTube and Sound and the SoundCloud. I definitely will try to do more on SoundCloud. I think one of the big things I think I definitely, which I actually was trying to do actually through uh, SoundCloud's uh, reposting, and that is get the podcast on Spotify and Apple Music through where it did not happen. It actually sadly did not happen. But I actually want to do, uh, but I actually do want to in the future get this podcast on Spotify in some way, shape, or form. Get it on Spotify, and uh, yeah, that's that is actually the goal. That is a goal I want to achieve. And do I think that's something we can do? I think so. I say this: that if it's a if it's something you have in your mind, just go at it. That's my plans for, and yeah, that's my pretty much my plans for the YouTube and SoundCloud is like, it's basically get the YouTube bonnet, get the YouTube partnered, get this bad boy, get this channel monetized, get the channel monetized. Two, you bring back the gaming channel on Twitch, bring back the gaming channel on YouTube, get that back up and on so on Twitch. And also get the Twitch back up, and we can also be doing subathons. You know, build, rebuild that fan base, rebuild that fan base, and also build, build a, you know, build that channel, build those channels back up. You know, build the channels back up. You know, build those channels back up. Get back to the grind. You get back to, get back to what we're doing. Get back to the grind. Get back to the grind. And then, you know, build probably the Money Club brand. Uh, build the Money Club brand. And build the Money Club brand, you know. And, uh, like this Money Club brand. And, and then I think eventually we do, and I think the next, you know, eventually do a Patreon and get this bad boy on Spotify, you know. On the Spotify, Apple Music podcast game, you know. Let them know, like, yo, we in this, we in the, you know, that's the sign to let the people know, hey, we in the building, you guys want to get on this podcast, it is, we coming to take over the world money club, baby, money club, baby, so, so, that's the plan, and, uh, that's, that's the plan, and, uh, and that's the plan. So now for me, like I said, fitness journey. Right now I'm uh, I am kind of you know I'm in the winter time. I kind of trying to doing a little maybe sort of link winter bulk, sort of kind of sort of kind of doing a winter bulk, sort of kind of doing a winter bulk. I'm trying to at least you know this point trying to right now I'm in peak season right now so kind of won't be able to. do uh, you know, not much workouts really, so not much workouts for now. Doing any workouts, much workouts for now because also actually now because I actually need to really focus because peak season is important. And let's just say I'm in a very crucial stage in my job at this point. I'm not gonna get into that, but yeah, but. Uh, by the new year, 2021, begin 21 new year, beginning of a new year, be going in. And if there's, 
and depends on if a gym, if a gym, and it doesn't matter if a gym's are closed or not, we're gonna find a way. We we'll be doing some way. We'll be we're gonna lose that weight. We're gonna lose this weight because in by the time summer comes, and hopefully by the time it's summer, the summertime, and whoever is nice, the restrict some of the, a good chunk of these restrictions get lifted. Things start becoming normal, normal again. Start becoming normal again. The next time you see me, I will. I the next by the time you see me, I got a damn six pack. You will see me transform from this, you know, looking like a little bit of a golem, to pretty much looking like a goddamn. Looking like goddamn Super Saiyan 2 Majin Vegeta. I'm talking my arms got more definition than a damn road map, son. Than a damn road map, son. Plus, actually, buddy, and plus, first few months, you're pretty much going to be seeing me in the long sleeves because wearing those long sleeves because cause I, I don't want to wear I don't like wearing the short sleeves too much, showing off the arms too much because. I don't want to scare anybody. I pretty much right now. I usually wear long sleeve over these, over these arms, because I don't want to scare anybody from coming. Because I don't want to scare anybody from coming into the gym. Because I got diesel ass arms and some big ass shoulders and some big broad ass shoulders, where I'm walk. I'm walk. I got to walk sideways through doors, <laughs> like type shit. So, so I don't want to scare anybody from coming into the gym, especially if you're. Uh, Someone who don't work out, don't work out, and you decide, no, this is the time I want to work out. I want to let you have. I want to at least. I'm at least wearing long sleeves, long sleeve short shirts, and long sleeve pants because I want people. I want you to come into the gym and not feel scared that I got some huge diesel ass arms and some broad ass shoulders. Like I don't want you to feel scared. All right, so scared. So. Yeah, that's the plan. Fitness goal is that. Uh, next, next big goal is I pretty much plan on upgrading everything. Upgrade the laptop. Probably upgrade the maybe upgrade the microphone, depending on how. Probably upgrade the microphone in the future. Future. Next, get a gaming computer. You know, use another de actual desk instead of this bed. But in actuality. I'm actually going to be moving. My plan feature is the moving process. Next, pro next step in the process is I get my driver's license, which is I have put up for a long time. If you know me, you know I have not driven. I don't know. I don't drive. I have a driver's license, nor do I have my own car. Yeah, it's that's I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. I'm 24 years old and I don't know how to drive. How? Look, there. Now, keep this is. I mean, if you want to know the truth, this is how it is. At the time I turned 16, my parents didn't want me to just try at least at that point. As soon as I turned 16, they didn't want me to like have a license because they decided, hey, you need to focus on school. So by the time I graduated high school, I then I graduated high school, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's time I go get my Make my get my learner's permit. I did, which I did before I left for college. I think, yeah, like right when I left college, got 
the learner's permit, did I end up having any time to do any drive, learning how to drive from like anybody, even my friends? Sadly, no. No. Did I learn any while I drove? Yes, my parents tried to teach me how to learn how to drive. Teach me how to learn how to drive. Learn how to drive. First lesson was for my sister. Went okay. Second time, learned from my dad. Was with my dad. And I ended up giving up, giving uh, this fan a little left parked, a little, a little tap. A little tap. Like, there was barely anything. But the lady made, this lady made it a big deal. And it's like, I yeah, the at the church uh, church parking lot and they were doing choir rehearsal. It was it's a long story. Yes, I was doing this stuff in a church parking lot. Keep in mind, most of this was most of the place was most of this most of the place was empty. So most of the place was empty. So it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been as hard. It actually shouldn't have been as hard to do. Shouldn't have been as hard, but life ha But hey, stuff ha stuff happens. So so hey, stuff happens, guys. So stuff happens. And I'm like, hey, stuff happens. All right. So hey, stuff happens. All right. So hey, stuff happens. Anyway, so that they pretty much just told me, "Hey, Jason, just my parents, my dad, and my sister pretty much told me, Jason, you might as well just do driving school. Get take uh, you know, go to call up ABC driving school or something, and let's just say ABC's driving school pays a lot of money for for lessons. Let's just say that I'll just say that much, and let's just say this. Anytime I've Try to save money. Let's just say, let's just say, anytime I have more than 200, 300 bucks in my pocket, I'll be ready to spend it all. It's just what I'll be ready to spend. Let's just say, my money habits was not good. If I had more than 200, 300 bucks, I'm paying it for, let's just say, let's just say, that was at the time I was spending it on escorts. So, yeah, let's just say that was a bad spending habit. That I am still, am I still trying to break? Yes. Heck, there was a point I almost, I almost cracked because I just say this. I have not done it since I turned twenty-four, and actually was almost thinking of doing it, but I decided not to. Am I going to be working towards? Am I still working towards this? Yes, I am. I am because I do not want to go back to that life ever again anymore not that I have an issue it's just it's not worth it anymore let's just say it's not worth it for me anymore I'm focusing on you know let's say right now paying off some debts paying off some debts I'm collecting paper I'm actually starting to make starting to use the money to put money towards other stuff and everything is getting me a camera Everything is getting me a camera, so I actually, you know, use that to film, 
do some vlogs, also do some, maybe do some fitness, do a couple stuff, show up documenting my fitness journey, my fitness journey, and so yeah, after, you know, and then after getting a license, next step, getting a car, is getting, the, getting a car, which wouldn't be too hard, because right now, I'm actually waiting on an estate from my grandfather, which has actually been taking a while because my grandfather died about two years ago. Will be died about two years ago. So yeah, that's to say that there's been a process. Let's say it kind of involved the RS and this COVID thing, letting people go home. And let's say the process was pro is probably something that probably takes like maybe a month, six months. Six weeks tops too. Something that's been going on for like six, eight months or some shit. So yeah, take that how you will. Yeah, the next step is getting my license. Is getting is license, then a car. As soon as I have a car, let's say I might do. I might do only. I might do some uh, postman. I mean, do. Oh no. I might do some stuff in that car. Let's just say I might do some Uber. Might Uber. Might do a little Uber on the side. Do might do a little side hustle with maybe doing like say a little Uber Eats, maybe some postmates. You know, like my sister and uh you know, make a little make a little bread, you know. See if I make a little bread make a little bread, you know, post workout do a couple hours of, uh, maybe do a couple hours, hours, also just bought me, let's just say, also, if you want to know something, I actually got a Sam's Club membership, like, Friday, so, on Friday, so, yeah, and if you actually want to know, if you never, if you want to know something, Sam's Club Costco Gas is cheap, because, let me tell you something, like, if you go to look at a speedway in that near the Sam's Club, two twenty six. Sam's Club unlimited unlimited. Dollar ninety one, my boy. So, yeah. Let's just say, uh, when I get a car, let's just say I might, I can. Let's just say I can do a two for one special. A get a ton of grocery, do a grocery haul. And then afterwards, get me my gas. And also, I could get gas on the cheap. On the cheap, cheap. So, yeah, let's just say, bread's gonna be nice. And then, the final step, move into one big life goal. Step is living in an apartment. And this time, I'ma live on my own. On my own. Not living with my parents, not living with my sister, older sister, just me, myself, and I. For now, because let's just say, as soon as I get, let's just say, I'm planning on making that. Let's say one part is pretty much the studio, is pretty much the studio, will be the studio and the office. The other room will be full blown bachelor pad, where I'm pretty much. You know, inviting uh, 
let's say inviting we'll be trying to invite a lot of female guests and uh let's say turn that let's just say it's gonna pretty much gonna be a bachelor pad let's say for a bit for a bit it's gonna be a bachelor pad will be a bachelor pad but uh let's just say i don't by time this end by time i uh i'll just say by the time the year ends i should say I'm gonna be by the time I turn 25. I'm let's just say the the gentleman you know from this point forward will be pro will be you see here will be a whole lot different. Let's just say the the here will be different. The atmosphere will be different. Everything will be different, new, fresh, and will be great. And I plan on making that happen. It's something I want to do for me, and something I want to at least, and these are goals I want to achieve, and I feel like I can do it, and it's going to be a lot of work, it's going to be a lot of preparation, and I know this, if you guys are with me, I know this, it is going to be something that is going, I say, 2021 is going to be the great a great year, and it can be great for, I say it's going to be great. My thing, my goal is here, give you guys the best videos possible. It might not be the greatest videos. It might not be legendary, but I say this: every single video will be money. That is a guarantee, and that, my friends, is the truth, and that is undisputed. Anyways. All right, I'm pretty much tired. It's actually one. It's after one thirty. I'm about to go to sleep. I'm actually. I'm gonna have a couple of desserts. I have some dessert I want to eat before I go to sleep. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this video. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, guys. Thank. This has been another episode. This has been episode nineteen of the J Money Talks podcast. We've. I had a great. I had a good one. I'm happy I got to open up some stuff to you guys. And, uh, yeah, it pretty much opened up very much the side of me that opened up a side of me that I, uh, opened up a side of me that you know, a side of me that I never talked about much because I was not, I was not much of a talker. But now you know some of the stuff I, that I did. Now you know some stuff about me. Do I regret some of this stuff now? Do I regret it to this day? Absolutely. Will I ever do I want to be back to that guy again? No. That person, I'm putting that in the past. He is dead and buried. I never want to be that guy again. I never. I will never intend to be that guy again. And if I ever go back to that abyss, I already know is this. I at least call home. Call home me up like, hey, I think I'm probably won't go back to that. I might go back to that abyss again. I want you to call me t and make me understand why it is a bad idea. So, again, hope you guys enjoyed this video and this, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, watching it, listening to it, however, you're, however you are getting this, this podcast. And anybody who, uh, and hey, if you're subscribed and if you're you watching this on YouTube, hey, if you under uh, one of the things I know is this. You might not be subscribed to me. Please subscribe to the channel. It helps. It helps. Please subscribe to the channel. It helps a lot. Heck, leave a like. Heck, leave a like. 
leave a comment. Uh, leave a comment if you guys want any questions or any comments or you, you know you have you had a similar experience to some of the stuff any regrets you have let me hear it and anything you want to talk about. Thanks very much for watching, guys. I love y'all of y'all. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll just say this. I mean, it's not alcohol, but cheers to the future of this channel and the future, uh, and the future of your truly J Money. Till then, give a like. Be sure to like this video. Share this round of everyone and uh, to this podcast. Unless hopefully we can help use this to build the build a channel. And then, of course, don't forget to subscribe. For more of me, and the next video you see will always be money. See you around, y'all. Peace.